hey, freak. Hey, freak, you want some of the young stuff? You like that? Hey. Well, come and oh, get it. Hey. Stop. Hey, asshole. Hey, my daddy's the sheriff. Huh? Why don't you go crawl back under your fucking rock? <laughs> Shut up! Total pervert. Gosh, you guys are crazy. That guy's gonna be crazy out of his mind. He's hanging on to a Halloween mask. He wouldn't let it go. And what he said was, they're going to kill us all. And in a little while, he was dead. And I don't know what the hell is going on. I remember over in Russellville, old Charlie Bones, about 15 years ago. One night, he, he finished dinner, and he, he excused himself from the table, and he went out to the garage, he got himself a hacksaw. And then he went back into the house and he kissed his wife and his two children goodbye. And then he proceeded. Where are we? Huh? Hey, you. The city property. No trespassing. What are you, deaf? Don't try that Halloween shit with me. I'm getting the children out of here. At least until I know what's going on. John, I want you to come with us. Oh, Deborah, you've lost it now. You know that, Deborah? You've just lost it. You've got through all of October. It is now Halloween. Here we are. I am here with Jamie Jenkins. Fantastic to be back behind this microphone doing this show. I've missed you guys so much. Me too. It has been, would we say, all of June and July. So I would say the week before the end of July. So August, September. October. You guys have not heard us for three full months. I can't. I don't even know how you guys made it this far without killing yourself, because I couldn't do it. But what got you through to get to this point was we released a special. Banana Laser did an amazing job. One of those kind of jobs that you cannot top or duplicate. Even nothing is as good as Banana Laser's Halloween retrospective. And it was their first year, and they hit that stride, and they've not fallen since then. And here's one of the guys on that show, Dave Z. What's up, Dave? Hey, yo, wow. Shit. Thanks for saying all that. My gosh. Oh, it was amazing. And so what we did was, what you guys just got done hearing is, you know... We wanted to make sure that everybody, that was such an amazing retrospective, the skeleton crew bowed down and said, we cannot top that. There's no point in trying. And I really, honestly, have nothing to say about any of those Halloween movies, and nobody does, that wasn't said on those shows. So we just gave you guys those shows remastered, repackaged. We, those shows were as tight as a drum, completely edited, so it was the fullest potential of what they could reach. And that you got it. You you had the greatest Halloween experience, bar none. So we're just here to wrap things up because, like I said, we've been gone for three months. 
you had that great time with Banana Laser, and we're back, though. Skeleton Crew's back. We're still going. We needed a break. End of summer. We needed a break to Halloween, and now we're going to try to knock a few shows out uh, to, to the year ends. So don't worry about that. So we're back, guys. Uh, the movie we're reviewing tonight is All Hallows Eve 2013. We got a couple requests to review that movie. It's one of the new horror movies that are based on Halloween. We wanted to touch that real quick. Let's start the show off by talking about Halloween itself. Do you want to talk about our own personal experiences right away, or do you want to tie in the movies? Because I have some pretty interesting stuff about the Halloween movies themselves that a lot of people might not know about. What? For example, the movie Halloween 2. Everybody loves Halloween 2, and I'm not talking about the Rob Zombie one. I mean the original. Now, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but there was something called the Halloween 2 Murders. And uh, it took place on December 7th, 1982. This guy, Richard Boyer of uh, Elmont, California, or Elmonte, California, whatever how you say it, uh, he murdered two elderly people. The couple were, were stabbed 43 times by this guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Was it the Elrods? The uh, Harbits. Shit, the, okay. Not the Elrods. Because actually, Mr. Elrod probably just got fed up and just decided to start beating her. <laughs> so yeah. he probably beat her to death. <laughs> after he woke up. Yeah, always nagging him. Yeah, see what happens. According to the trial transcripts, Boyer's defense was that he suffered from hallucinations in the Harbert's residence brought on by the movie Halloween 2, which uh, the defendant had seen under the influence of PCP, marijuana, and alcohol. So it's clearly the movie's fault. <laughs> yeah, I think he could have watched Woody Woodpecker and he would have done the same thing. But that's just me. So, the film uh, was played for the jury. And the jury got up and started murdering people. <laughs> and they said, I guess he's right! Uh, I don't know how to say this word. A psychopharmacologist. Psychopharmacologist. Yeah. Pointed out the various similarities between its scenes and the visions the defendant described. Um, Boyer was found guilty and sentenced to death. The incident became known as the Halloween 2 murders, and it was featured in a short segment on TNT's Monster Vision, hosted by the great Joe Bob Briggs. Nice. Wow. So how do you guys feel about that? You know, it's always an age-old thing. Where, you know, Siskel and Ebert and these other nut jobs, they always say that would people kill people uh, as frequently as they do had they not been influenced by what they see on television? Well, it's not like murder was invented with TV or film. It has been around since the beginning of humans, and that's because humans are bastards and humans kill each other. And humans are crazy, you know? It's. These things have always been part of human nature. No, it's not the fault of movies. Because if that were true, then everyone who listens to this show would be a murdering psychopath. And I know for a fact that only a small percentage of the people who listen to this show are murdering psychopaths. Psychopaths, right. That's Mm -hmm. what I said. True, true. How about this? Here's what I think. Do you think that people... Nowadays, well, not nowadays, but do you think that more people fuck because of porno? Oh yeah, 
Dude, when I saw what was going on in those <laughs> movies, I was like, I gotta get that. But porn has also been around for ages, and you know, I mean, blue movies have been around forever. That's not a new thing. Yeah, look at uh, look at Ted. 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 Hey, Ted. Uh-huh. Where the hell did you get that porno? There you go. He's watching <laughs> girls take baths, and he was jerking off to it. So, yeah, porno's been around for a very long time. Dr. Loomis kicks honey. All right, we're heading into the conclusion of Halloween 2, but I want to mention that this movie became famous in a kind of bad way because shortly after it came out, this lunatic named Richard Delmer Boyer murdered an elderly couple in Fullerton, California, and the reason he gave was that he was on drugs, and the drugs caused him to flash back to a scene he saw in Halloween 2, and so he acted out the scene. So his defense was... Yes, I killed him. I didn't mean to do it, but I did it. So the jury listened to this whole story and sentenced him to death. But it became known in Fullerton as the Halloween 2 murders. And the only scene I can imagine he's talking about is that scene at the very beginning of the movie where Michael Myers goes into the house and gets the butcher knife and scares the old lady. Anyhow, let's go. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Now, here's one more thing. Uh, this actually took place... Now, guys, we're just giving you some spooky little things, you know. We're trying to... You know, we've, we've brought these movies to life endless times. Matt and Dave, with the help of a few special guests, brought all the Halloween movies to life. So, I'm, I'm just trying to bring it into reality now. Let's, let's take it a step further. Now, here's another uh, case. 17-year-old murder suspect inspired by Halloween slasher flick. Flick. <laughs> Uh, Jake Evans fatally shot his mother and sister after watching the horror film numerous times. Jake Evans from Not Another Teen Movie? (laughs) (laughs) This guy was actually inspired, uh, believe it or not, by Rob Zombie's Halloween and not the John Carpenter film. He said he was amazed at the the ease uh, that the boy was at during the murders and how little remorse he had afterward. Um... And that's what he said in his confession to police. And he uh, wondered if he would feel that way, killing his mother and sister. So he went ahead. He watched Halloween three times before before killing his mom and sister. Um, he said he started watching uh, Halloween. In the movie, a 12-year-old boy uh, kills you know his family. So he could have been watching one of those many shows that we watch, those documentaries about uh, you know someone that fucking killed their family or was a serial killer and anything could have watched the news for that matter and saw that somebody killed somebody with ease and didn't care afterwards what's the difference fiction or fucking non-fiction it doesn't yeah. make a difference right? I'm gonna go ahead and say that if the first thought that goes through your mind when you watch something like that is I wonder how I would feel if I killed my mother and my sister then you probably already have the proclivity <laughs> I, mean, I, I think you're already on your way. Yeah, something would have triggered it if it hadn't been in the movie. Right. Yeah, like the wind. He he actually had so much he actually had so much shame that he said after he watched the movie he put it in the case and threw it in the trash can so people wouldn't think that that influenced me in any way. That's what he said. No, <laughs> I want to think it was completely my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) uh, Evans ultimately decided to kill his family with a gun so that they would he said not experience as much pain as Judith and or Deborah does it go on to say how he felt after his family Um, 
I mean, you know, the whole reason he was, I guess, conducting that experiment. What I mean, what is, what is wrong with people? Do you not realize that once you kill them, they're fucking dead? I mean, this is a it's a permanent thing. Yeah, it's a permanent ex- experiment. Um, he, what he said, well, what he did say is that uh, his mom, he, this is his quote, she came out. Out of the corner of her eye, she saw me pointing the gun at her. Uh, she thought I was joking and told me that I was freaking her out. I shot her in the back of the head. Oh. I ran down to the study and shot my mom three times. What? So that must have been his sister. First. He shot his... Oh, okay. Okay. Forget it. Uh, he, he said he went back into the bedroom to empty the shells on his bed and heard his sister making noise outside his room. He reloaded the gun and hurried back to his sister to kill her before returning to his mother's body to shoot her once more to make sure she was dead. Oh my so he God. wanted to make sure that this all... Yeah, he wanted to... Wow, that I, this guy, I, I would love to kill him right now. This guy's fucking twisted. That is so sad. Uh, Evans is on trial for the slayings, but according to his confession, his murderous spree was cut short. Oh. Dr. Loomis showed up? <laughs> Michael, <laughs> go home! <laughs> no! Rage! The rage is at home. Because uh, he intended to kill his grandparents and his two other... I, his, uh, because killing his two, two members of his family wouldn't answer the question that he had. Yeah, his two other sisters he also wanted to off. Yeah, I like, seriously, oh. you can look at this kid. Just type in Jake Evans, everybody. Just look at this fucking runt. I would, I would, ser- I wish I could come through the screen and kill and strangle him right now. I know. Now, would it be the movie making you do that? Yeah, it would. No, it'd be the article. So now the news <laughs> makes me kill people. <laughs> Uh, I know that I'm not done. Oh, wow. Oh, he's such a nice guy. He lets us know something. I know that I'm not done with killing, Evan said. It's the most dreadful and terrifying thing I will ever experience. And what happened last night will haunt me forever. Wait, I know now that I'm done with killing. I'm sorry. I, I didn't give him the... I'm so... I think he's such a dirtbag that I assumed that the word not was not there. Wow, he was only sentenced to 45 years. Oh, that's it? Did I say that? I don't remember. 40, no, I just, there's an article. I just found it. Um, 45 years. But wow. that is not long enough. Well, he's 17, so let's do the math. 67. Yeah, that's, he'll, be, uh, that's, he'll be 97 years old. 67. That's what? it. I'm just kidding. He'll be right. 62. <laughs> no, I thought you said 45 yes. plus, plus, plus 17. That's oh, 17. Okay, I was thinking 12. Okay. No, 107. Wait, that would that wouldn't make sense either. <laughs> I'm fucked up, man. I don't know. Sorry. Right. He'll be 123 years old <laughs> when he gets out of jail. Wow. What kind of math are you doing? I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, seven root beers in. Hey, you, you guys been drinking that new root beer? The Coney Island hard root beer. Uh, I don't know if it's called that, but it's called Not Your Father's. Oh no, no. Oh, there, um, I have. But we have been drinking. It's called it from Coney Island Brewery, and it's um, hard root beer, and it's fucking good. I've got some in my refrigerator last night. Right now, I was drinking it last night. This tastes exactly like root beer. Exactly like root beer. It's five point nine percent alcohol by volume. Oh, it's an alcoholic drink. Yeah, shit is good. If you oh. like root beer, shit is good. Can't you hear me slurring? Both of you guys are talking about. Wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. It is a different brand, but it's the same thing. Alex is talking about the one that's called Not Your Father's, which I've heard of. And Jamie's talking about another one that's called what? 
Coney Island hard root beer. Coney, and both of these have alcohol in them? Yes. Wow. Well, it's just a new phase. I'm sure that when Mike's Hard Lemonade came out, they had other knockoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I, I just didn't realize this whole time that there was alcohol in it. So I just saw people were drinking root beer. And I'm like, what the fuck is everybody in uproar about root beer for? Now, oh, yeah, it's the new craze. Booze. Okay. It's actually, uh, it's in some areas, $15 a six-pack. Woo! What? That's how rare it is, yeah. But if you go other places, you can get it for 10 Wow. For a six-pack. Yeah, that's how rare. I'd rather drink the Harvest, the fucking pumpkin brew that's out now, actually. Dude, I tried drinking some pumpkin shit last year, and it tasted like I was drinking soap. What? <laughs> and I, I went, I went on the um, this thing that gave ratings. I was in the liquor store. They must have thought I was a maniac. I was standing in front of the li- all the pumpkin beers for like thirty minutes because I decided to go on my phone and look up each one of them. And I got one. It was the highest rated one, and it was like way too much money for a six pack. I forgot what I was willing to pay, and I I brought it home and I and I felt like I was drinking soap. Uh, Christ. Graber knows which one that is. I, it was disgusting, man. It's called uh, Special Pumpkin Ale Release Schlafly Pumpkin Ale. Eureka, the mother load. Look at all this great stuff, Odie. With these costumes, we can be anything we want. What should I be? There's so many sides to me. I could be handsome or brave, a king or a slave. It's all up to me. So what should I be? What could I be? What should I be? I could be a scary vampire and turn myself into a bat, flap, flap. Or I could put on some black pajamas Go as a big fat Halloween cat What should I be? There's so many sides to me I could be an astronaut, a robot, a hobo, a clown Or an alien creature going out on the town What should I be? It's all up to me What should I be? Let's go So Halloween Resurrection, you know, that movie's a total... Uh, bar fest but Michael's been shot six times he's been blown up again and again I think that guy stuffed him full of TNT and threw a match down his throat one time and he's still okay had a safe dropped on him (laughs) safe (laughs) dropped on his head but why would Jamie Lee Curtis feel that doing a goddamn Paul and his wilderness bullshit and tying him up like that in that trap, the bear trap or whatever. And then cutting him so he could land on his head 20 feet down. Why would that kill him? Like, why would... it Was that supposed to be Jamie Lee's ultimate... Oh, now I got this, baby. Wait, wait till he comes up on this roof and I get him in this thing, this wilderness bullshit trap, and I cut it. And he lands on his head in the trees. He is dead. What? Wait, this happened in, in what movie? Resurrection. Oh, I've only seen it twice. I don't fucking know. Okay, all right. And if that if he's hung upside down by his foot, maybe I'm missing something. We all just kind of glossed over this. How did he end up hanging from the upward area 
and being able to kiss Laurie Strode before she fell down. How do you go from hanging on your foot to being upright? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what am I missing here? Did something happen when he pulled her over? Like, how did he go from... Wasn't he upside down? Wait, he was upside down and he kissed her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this, fucking Spider-Man? If I had too many root beers or... He was on his... Wasn't he hanging by his ankle? Are you fucking serious? Michael Myers was hanging upside down and he kissed Jamie Lee Curtis? What? I'm trying to picture that scene. I, I remember the. I remember her going out onto the roof, and I remember her doing the, the uh, you know, setting up the whole thing. I can't remember. Was he hanging by his ankle? Yeah. Did he reach up and pull himself upright? I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> but that is baffling alone. I mean, I'm sure there's some explanation. There has to be something logical about that. In that movie? Are you sure? I doubt it. I'll never watch to tell you, but I'm gonna. But why would she think that if she just cut that rope and he landed on his fucking head, that that would kill him? Maybe she was gonna uh, slice him, slice him in the neck with a machete when he was hanging. Oh. <laughs> she took cues because she had a machete cartoon. in the loony bin. Where did she get a machete? <laughs> no, you're wrong. Because wasn't she cutting his rope, and that's why he held his ears because it sounded like metal scraping or something. Really? Did her nose bleed too? <laughs> no, that's the next movie that we're. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> but she she was cutting the rope to just cut him down to land on his head, and then he held his ears, and then she remind that reminded her of when he held his ears when he uh, before she cut his head off in the H two O. Wow. I'm telling you, she was just gonna cut him down to land on his head. Don't make me go back and watch this fucking movie again. I, I would never do that. But I said I wouldn't. I watched it opening day. I didn't watch it till fucking whatever eight years later for for Banana Laser Show. But now, are you really gonna make me go back and watch this mm-hmm. again? Holy fuck! No, don't. Maybe it's on YouTube. Maybe just that part. I'm sure it is. It's the only good part of the movie. If you even think that's good. I mean, that's just an Alice moment where you just rush a kill just to have somebody in there. But, uh, okay, let's move on. Halloween 4. Remember when I talked about... Did, no, did anybody ever answer this question? Remember when I said when Brady is trying to get out of the house in Halloween 4 and he shoots at the doorknob or whatever and he goes, Damn it, it's metal! And I said, as opposed to what? Glass or wood? What was the door supposed to mean? What was the lock supposed to be made out of? Besides metal. <laughs> like, when he shot it, did he think it wouldn't be metal? What? That's what he said? He tried to shoot a lock? They complain that it was metal? <laughs> really? Yeah. If you've seen these movies before, right? Did you remember that, Jane? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. Well, but see, my answer was going to be paper mache. He thought that he was shooting paper mache. <laughs> that makes sense. What the fuck? I can't believe this. No, I just think it's cute how you're like, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't get Oh my it. god, this entire concept is completely new! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was locked that he had to shoot a lock anyway? He was just trying to get out of that. Because remember, remember how I argued that there's no way in the world that you could be locked inside of your house? Because locks on the inside are just gigantic knobs you turn and then you can get out. But from the outside, you use a key to get back in. Oh, it's not a padlock? Supposedly, some people have claimed that you actually need a key to get out of your goddamn house. 
Oh, I can lock myself in my house, yeah. With a key? Yeah. Yeah, I never heard of that. It's not very common, but you can you can do it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what they had. Yeah. Well, it, it, Brady wasn't at home. He was at the Meeker's house. Right, but the point is, he said it's metal. <laughs> what did he think it was before he shot it? Maybe wooden, like a wooden doorknob? I don't know. A wooden, yeah, elves carved it out for him. <laughs> so... So check, check this out. So how about when Michael, in the beginning of Halloween 4, when Jamie dreams about him in her bedroom, and he pulls her from under the bed, how is he wearing the mask oh. that he never even wore before? It's oh. just stupid. Oh, awful. Yeah, how is he? Oh, you know why. <laughs> oh, I know we don't know why. I was going to say she knows what Michael looks like, but she doesn't. Yeah, nobody knows that he's going to wear that. Because isn't he hideously deformed under that mask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't man. that what they said <laughs> Jamie what what was it that Dave's uh, you know Dave is insanely famous for having moments where what is obvious to the entire planet <laughs> does not occur to Dave now Jamie what was the one with Halloween 2 or something he didn't realize the radio oh, he didn't realize that when Michael walks into the boombox boy <laughs> that the on the radio of the boombox boy it was telling him where Laurie Strode is being held at Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Yeah, he thought the radio guy was stealing gas for money. Oh wait, no, that's something else. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh my god. <laughs> That's great. God damn it, I miss you guys. Oh, for sure. I've been holding this smart ass in for too long. <laughs> so, yeah, didn't you guys... Okay, so nobody thought that? I just thought that Michael knew because of the connection, you know, because they're brother and sister. That's what, what I took it as. I mean... I think I eventually... No, yeah, of course, on the first ten views or whatever, but eventually you realize... Uh, yeah, I figured it out when we did the retro. That's when I figured it out. Right. There you go. Strange. Closer looks change it. Alex, you have a sister. Do you always know where she is just because she's your sister? Uh, not. No, it has not happened yet. <laughs> it's only been 36 years. You know what it is? When I... <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, Michael, 21, he figured it out. <laughs> when I review a movie, that's when I figure shit out because that's when I'm really focused like like part three with the gas. And and the clothes, Harold's clothes. You yeah, got... you didn't figure that out. <laughs> no, I think we told you on that show. But I did figure out Harold's clothes. I did <laughs> Yeah, so Jamie, how about how about you give you know, you're the brains of the operation here. What are some uh you know, you've been doing an intense research job. Give us, you know, we don't want to just rehash everything that Matt and Dave said all month. So Give us uh, some cool little uh, tidbits and, and, like, crazy trivia from, well, like, which Halloween would you say where you want to start with? Um, well, I'll just go right to the first one. This is something that I didn't know, and I think it's kind of interesting. It's Actually, I think it's kind of funny. But uh, apparently for years after the film was released, people would tell John Carpenter that they were horrified by their grotesquely disfigured face that was revealed when Laurie pulls his mask off just for that minute at the end of the movie. But 
all they saw when they when she did that was the ordinary face of Tony Moran who was playing the role. Nah, ah, ah, ah. With his eye, there's like a thing over his eye. Well, I mean, it was perfectly normal except for the small knife wound that, you know, she'd given him. But other than that, it was just a regular face. It was a hanger wound. She stuck a hanger in his eye. So what they did was they put a flap. It was a hanger. And, and you know what? I was actually reading that. Um, so they that was a sight. There was a sighting misstep on their part. Um, but, yeah, it was when she stabbed him in the eye with the hanger. But, um, anyway, it was, go ahead. Yeah, it was just a regular face with a big eyelid over it. Yeah, over and I never actually thought there was anything. What I find hilarious about this is I never thought there was anything weird about his face. I actually thought he was kind of good looking. So, that, to me, is bizarre. And I feel so bad for Tony Moran because people are like, oh, my God, it's horrible. But uh, Carpenter cites this as evidence of the power of suggestion, saying that, you know, because the audience saw a monster on screen, then they just assumed he must have looked like a monster underneath the mask. So basically their brain filled in the gaps um, when you because you just got it for a very brief period of time. I still feel really sad for Tony, though. And if you're listening out there, Tony, you're a good looking guy. Fuck all that. Is he still alive? I'll tell you something, man. <laughs> Every time I watch that movie, it looks like something is wrong with one of his eyes. Like, his eyelids. Well, yeah, because like, he was stabbed in it. Dave, I just said that. In Halloween 1, you think they did that? With, there was intent for that? Yeah, we just talked about that. What? Alex just said that the, they put a little flap over it because she had stabbed him in the eye with the... Coat hanger. Where were you? Dave, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad somebody listens to this. We can't get the people on it to pay attention. Yeah, I, was, I mean, that was like a baby goldfish memory. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's like, Alex is like, the sky is blue, and Dave's like, but what color is the sky? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I drifted for a second. I, I was... That's what happens. I drift sometimes, man. Shit. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. But, um, <laughs> but still, I didn't realize you meant that. I thought, forget it. I thought you were talking about Halloween, too. Because the eye. Oh, I see. Shot in the eye. I don't know. I just got confused. All right, what else, Jamie? What else is... <laughs> um, <laughs> Halloween goodies. Halloween. Oh. Wow. Halloween. Okay, well, here's, um, here's something interesting is that... Um, and I didn't know this either, so... I, but this was in the documentary short Halloween 2000 Unmasked. Um, okay. It was revealed that there were two choices for the mask. And obviously one of them was the James T. Kirk mask that ended up being used. But do you guys know what the other choice almost yes, was? Yes, I do. What? I used it to. It was Bozo the Clown. A clown, right? It was, the, it was oh, Emmett, Emmett Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, it was Emmett Kelly. And they put Fizzy... Fizzy frizzy red hair on it. It was supposed to be an homage to how he killed his sister Judith in the clown costume as a kid, which I think would have been a cool idea. Plus, you know, clowns are dimensioned and creepy, and back then they weren't played out. Um, yeah, we're going to get into that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, they tested it out, and the crew decided that the James T. Kirk mask was much more creepy because it was emotionless. So thereby that became the Michael Myers mask. So Michael Myers was basically Michael Myers was almost a clown. Wow. That would have not, he would not be as iconic. It would not have had the same effect at all. No. So wait, who is Emmett Kelly? 
I think, Jamie, was that used in Halloween 5? What? When he was driving the bitch around? The bitch on the phone. Put the bitch <laughs> on the phone? I don't remember what he was wearing. Emmett Kelly was a clown. He was kind of like a hobo clown. Yeah, I think it was Hall. I think they used it in Halloween Five. Let me check right now. I think I've seen that clown before—a hobo-looking clown. He has like a, a strange hat. Oh, I found it. It's a hobo. It is a hobo. Yep, it's the sad hobo. Oh, that's right. He has that like that. That uh, I can picture those lips, big lips, and they're fucking frowning. Right. This would have been pure shit. Yeah, good thing. And didn't they buy the one mask because it was cheaper? Yeah, it was also. Yeah, I think it was. Um... Like a dollar eighty or eighty cents or something. I mean, it was super cheap. Yeah, man. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis made eight thousand dollars for that movie. That's less than porn. Holy shit! Eight thousand dollars. What'd she do with all that? Yeah. Nineteen seventy-eight. That was great. That's like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, think about. It. That's not bad. I would. You wouldn't, Jamie. You wouldn't take no, thirty thousand. No, first movie. Hell yeah, I would. Yeah. Right. I would take five, I would take three hundred if they gave. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, depending on how many days you got to work, I don't know how many days it took to film Halloween, but I don't think uh, it's long. I know that one much. month. I think. Yeah, it was short. Nicholas Cage. That's the mask they use in part five. Yes. Yeah. They went from Shatner to Cage. Yep. Sad. Even the balding part. Yep. Michael Myers looked like he was sixty. <laughs> how about when he's fucking floating down the water? Wee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, guys, check out our Halloween 5 commentary. You can go on Horrorphilia.com. We have done a ton of Halloween shows, by the way. Like, if you're in the Halloween mood, you can go ahead and listen to all of our Halloween shows. Check out uh, shows like, what, 31, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 of... Yeah, just poke around. And we did, like, a commentary on Halloween 5, so check all that out. Yeah. Who says we're just Halloween or Friday the 13th fanboys here? Yeah, we're fanboys of all the big commercial franchises. Did you also know that because the film was shot out of sequence, which is not uncommon. I mean, that's, you know, that's a usual thing. Um, But John Carpenter created a fear meter so that Jamie Lee would know what level of terror she was supposed to be exhibiting at any point during the movie. Catherine Isabel did the same thing for American Mary. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, remember that, Dave? When we interviewed her, she said that? Do you remember that? Wow, I just listened to it. You did? Remember she? Remember I asked her that uh, the movie pro- it was such a progression and a character progression? How did you know where to be uh, at the moment as it was filmed as a sequence? And she actually said somebody wrote something down for her, almost exactly what Jamie said. That's a cool idea. Yeah. It's not something I would have thought of doing. Yep, you got to ramp it up. All right, Jamie, anything awesome about Halloween besides that, or can we move on to Halloween 2? We can move on to Halloween 2. Ooh, I love Halloween 2, guys. I do, too. Yeah, the atmosphere, the music, the tone. I mean, that is just an incredible experience. I probably say it every year, and why not reiterate, because it's such a good point. Yeah. You know, you watch these movies, these horror movies... And the only thing better than watching them is experiencing them uh, in some in some way, like through a video game or whatever, or reading about them or something, or listening to a podcast. So the cool thing about Halloween 2 is that, is that seems like you're now living and walking through the town of Haddonfield, and you're sort of living out the experience of Halloween 1. And that's, that, that's what triggers into my mind when I watch it, and that's what makes it so amazing. 
So what cool little uh, tidbits are there about Halloween 2? Well, um, you know that Halloween 2 was directed by Rick Rosenthal. And apparently when uh, Dick Warlock was interested in playing the role of Michael Myers in this, he went and put on the mask and went to Rick Rosenthal's office and just stood there silently while Rick repeatedly asked who he was and what he wanted, and he refused to answer. And when he couldn't figure out who it was, he then took off the mask and said, basically, hey, can I play Michael Myers? And I guess that's how he got the role. God, I'm so, I wish he never did that. <laughs> um, but speaking of Rosenthal as a director, John Carpenter did some reshoots for Halloween 2, including the boombox boy scene that you guys were talking about earlier. Uh-huh. Wow, really? So wait, that was that initially? was shot in one of three nights of reshoots that were done by John Carpenter. You see, so the initial fucking theory was mine that he had the power of you know of whatever whatever you want to call it that he felt where she was because it came out that they were brothers. Well, or it could just be that he's not stupid and he figured if she's injured they take her to the hospital. I don't know. Or maybe he <laughs> saw the ambulance. Or, or I don't know, but. Yeah, but I wonder if maybe if maybe John Carpenter felt that, that that it was vague, and so that's why he put that scene in the film. I don't know. Maybe Michael assumed he made an ass of you and me, and he <laughs> figured that she might be at the hospital. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I think it is more. It's that definitely cooler that he was walking through the town through the main strip of, of sorts. And um, bumped into this kid and it announced on his boombox. You know, normally people would be listening to a tape or something. But yeah, I guess you could listen to the nightly news. But. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> that is fucking hysterical. Who has a boombox with fucking news on it? <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Uh, Walking down the hood, fucking blasting it. And yo, yeah, with a, cow- <laughs> with a cowboy hat on. Right, with a and uh, apparently the water in the hot tub was freezing cold. Okay, you know what? I'm curious here. Um, how old do you guys think Pamela Susan Shoup was? You know, she did the nude scene. A lot of people complained because she wasn't a young, hot chick like 99% of the nude scenes in horror. So I, don't look it up, please. I won't. Okay. I want you guys both to guess how old do you think she was in that scene? This is what, 81? I'll say 30. I'll say 28. I was going to say 28, wow. But I was misled. Not misled, but I was led by Elk, so I said, okay, I'll go 30. You guys are both five years off. She was 33 years old. Wow, good for 33 then. I knew that she had to be close to that because it, she was in a she was in the Ants movie. Um, forget the name, the giant Empire? ant movie, Empire of the Ants. Um, she was in that when she was younger, and that was in 76 ish. So, um, and there was like a, a suggestive scene with her in that film, so she had to have been of age. I mean, she wasn't nude or anything, but. It's not something they would do to a teenager. I mean, she was and clearly playing an adult in that film. So, anyway, I would I would have pegged her as close to thirty, but whoops, not thirty three. So she looks great. I think she's hot. I think she's one of the prettiest women in the Halloween franchise. To be honest, wow. I always thought her face looked a little skeletonish. Hmm. 
a little bony, little bony uh, features. But uh, yeah, nice tits and stuff. Oh yeah, Ooh. you know, yeah. That scene bothers people because Michael's uh, hand did not melt in the water as well. Oh, I explained that on the thing though. Oh, did you? I wasn't listening. It was on our own broadcast, but I wasn't paying attention. What did you say about that? Yeah, I said that it's the same hand that the fucking the Cult of Thorn thing was on later. Oh, so it had power because of the tattoo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe I should tattoo my cock. It'll stay harder for more than ten minutes. <laughs> All right. And you know that the oops, the main movie the main movie poster tagline was more of the night he came home. Yeah. That's terrible. It's, it is pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen posters with that on there and shit like that. More of the night. More of the night he came home. Yeah, yeah. God damn. I know that is kind of. And uh, apparently, Tommy Lee Wallace was offered the opportunity to direct this film, but turned it down because he didn't like the script. Yep. Yeah. They had a script. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I I would have said I'll do the movie if he doesn't have to be the sister or the brother. That was it. I think that was the big turnoff. That's probably what he didn't like. Yeah. He's like, what is this, Star Wars or fucking Halloween? <laughs> Star Wars. Jamie, I am your brother. <laughs> and then he went on to do part three, so good on him. Part two or part three? Which which do you prefer? Ooh, that's too tough. I it is. Do it. It's very tough, isn't it? More and more as the years go by, I, I'm having a more of an affinity to three. I've noticed. I have always loved three, but I've also always loved two, but for very different reasons. You know, I mean, they're two completely different films, so... They're uncomparable. I I am okay with liking them both equally for different reasons. Halloween 2 is one of my favorite slashers, because I just think it's an excellent example of a slasher film. And it's when Halloween turned the corner to be... Where it started focusing on the kills and, and, you know, like going all out there like slashers were doing in the 80s it that sort of was following that trend and and that's when that's what i really love about it like halloween is a great suspense film and it has a lot of tense moments it's really well made and it's beautifully shot but if you want to go like straight up slasher i think halloween 2 is superior on the slasher notes yes slasher sure oh dave here we go oh jamie the scene with the kid that has the boombox has been concluded to be the only link that Michael Myers knew to go to the hospital to follow after Laurie Strode. <laughs> concluded, huh? I, I don't know by whom and in... And in yeah, which, which basement dweller wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it is official because he said so. <laughs> He was confirmed. That's why he knew it. That is the end. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Somebody went to a convention and asked fucking any asshole that was in that movie. <laughs> and that was the answer they got. Oh, well. Oh, sure. That's how I figured it out. <laughs> it's been concluded. Yep. Not the fact that that's where people go when they're injured is a hospital. Like Jamie said earlier. <laughs> they would only make sense. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. It never ends. Only what I say is what counts. Paul's alive. <laughs> Fucking Paul. And Muffin, too. <laughs> that dog is alive. All right. <laughs> Dream sequence, my ass. What did you see? <laughs> what is that thing, Jamie? What is that thing on the ground? 
It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a dog. Do you think that's the only white dog in existence? It's Uh, like what? Did you see what kind of dog that was? The size of it? It was an what's it called? Uh, Elfo What's that? Lopsa, Lopsa. Did it have a bow in its hair? It's a lopsided asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, but its head was smashed. If there was a bow, it's fucking gone, dude. It's because, no, it just, it's a fake out. You see, she wears a bow in her head. What are the odds that in Crystal Lake there's going to be someone else with that expensive ass dog in 1981? It doesn't, it was mangled. We don't, it could have been a mutt. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it was a mutt. We go from Halloween 2 to Friday 2. Because everything leads back to Friday, that's why. I know. Everything. We can't stop, guys. If you can't take it anymore, we understand. Just turn it off. But we cannot get away from this. We just are in love with this franchise. They should have brought Muffin back in Part 3. <laughs> Alright, let's get to Halloween 3. Ouch. The, the original writer of the story was Nigel Neal, but he sued the producers to take his name off the movie after seeing how violent it was. Pussy. Good, fuck him. What a pussy. Fuck him. All right, so apparently a milk factory was used for the setting of the Silver Shamrock factory, but now I just have to know what the fuck goes on in the final processing room. <laughs> <laughs> final processing. Trade secrets. How about this, guys? Do you, let's be honest. Would Halloween three be as amazing to us if Tom Atkins was not in it? Let's just pay tribute to the man who was willing to do our show three years ago tonight. Actually, it wasn't exactly tonight, but it was three years ago. Show number thirty-three, right, Dave? Because you know better than I do. I'll go with that. Okay, Tom Atkins joined the Skeleton Crew in an amazing. It was just such an amazing interview, such a great experience. Would this movie be as great without such a charismatic person as Tom Atkins? Well, if Paul Holt was in that role, do you think he could carry it? <laughs> uh, bullshit. I don't think it would be as awesome, but I do think it would. I would still really like it. But, I mean, this one has a lot of nostalgia for me. I mean, I have a lot of nostalgia for it. I saw this in the theater. I have really fond memories of that. And so, and I had no idea, obviously, at that age, who the fuck Tom Atkins was. So I think that for me personally, it wouldn't change anything. But maybe it wouldn't be as popular now as it has become if he, if someone else had played that role. I think it definitely helps. I mean, obviously it helps, but I mean. There's something about Tom Atkins. There's such a warmth and such something about a cool older guy. That's cool. There's something cool about him that normally is appealing to a younger, more relatable person at our age at that time. But I'm just—I'll say—I'm glad he's there. That's all. That's for and the mustache is there. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, it wasn't taken off like it was in. Was it Creepshow? He was without it. Yes, because when he's an asshole, he's. A, that's weird. When I interviewed him, I said I was asking about having it on or off. He said it's always on, and I—I right. I, I failed to mention that he didn't actually have it on in Creepshow. Okay, the big. Uh, burning question always in Halloween 3 is is Ellie a robot? Oh, when does boy. she become a robot? Now I answer this definitively and nobody can dispute it. You did? Yep. After you listened to Banana Laser Show. Oh yeah. I'm the authority. Hmm. It has been concluded. <laughs> yeah. And Matt even was so sarcastic he he took a lighthearted jab at me and said when I said I have a definitive answer he goes and we have the director here, everybody, so let's hear what he says. <laughs> and little did Matt know that I was about to drop the mic. 
Wow, and I forgot all about it, so let's hear it again. Yeah, that's why it's worth repeating. To no one's surprise, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> hey, you forgot what I said four minutes after I said it, so I believe you. <laughs> um, what I said was, he, you know, Matt, or somebody said that Ellie could have been a robot the entire time. Could have, yeah. That's other what people I said. said other things, blah, blah. The big question is, why didn't she attack Tom Atkins when he first got her out of that room? For fun. Till the point where she did while they were driving away. What triggered her to do it, you know? Who knows? So, my conclusive evidence uh, that it was not Ellie... Well, it's only confirmed that it was not her the entire time. And the way I did that was... Connell Cochran himself said they do everything but talk. And Ellie talked during the entire movie, so obviously she was not a robot the entire time. Exactly. Oh... I, do, I have no explanation for why she waited so long to attack him, but I have always just assumed that uh, the switch was made, you know, when she was missing, and, and then when he found her, he thought he was rescuing her. He was actually rescuing the robot. Why would they have the robot tied to a table, though? So he would think that he was rescuing her and take the robot. So but they would... thought he would even get away? Yeah, like, well, he's supposed to be dead. That's a long... good point. I don't know. Hole, plot hole, plot hole. To them, he was tied up to a... Think about the logistics of this. He was tied up to this chair with behind his back with the mask on, and he was supposed to watch the big giveaway at nine in which his head would melt into snakes and bugs. Well, then my wife make an Ellie robot at all. Right. Why do that at all? And where the fuck... The real question is, where is the real Ellie? Is she dead? I tell you why. Jump scare ending, that's why. Or not ending, but you know... Because there wouldn't be that moment of her attacking him without that. And, you know, ah. And you're not supposed to think about that. Like, it's only because of, you know, the fact that we can rewatch these films as easily as we can. But this shit gets picked apart like it does. You know, back then, you just, you watched it and you were like, oh, my God. And then your average moviegoer didn't sit there and pick these things apart the way we do now. Now, Jamie, do you think it's better that we do i like it that way i like being able to watch movies when i want to watch them i mean sometimes i try to put my myself in the place of someone who like say for instance watched psycho on its original release and then the only time you could watch it after that was if it came back through you know on a re-release which did sometimes happen with movies but more often than not you you know you most people probably didn't get to see that movie for 20 more years and at least until you know VHS became popular so you know I, I think I can't imagine living like that now but then I guess if, that, if I didn't know any better then I would but I think that being able to rewatch the movies that we really love is such an important thing it's such a huge part of my life personally and something that Brian and I share I can't imagine not being able to do it I think it's kind of sad wow you're right I'll never question this again. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you know how, like, it used to be necessary for films to have, like, the sequels to have a recap. Um, Yeah, but that stopped when we could watch it a hundred times. Well, yeah. Also, continuity things were, you know, they were given a little bit of leeway because, and people weren't such slaves to continuity because it didn't really matter because... It had usually been a while since people had seen the original one before they saw the sequel. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's interesting how technology 
in even that respect has changed how we have to make things. Mm-hmm. Also, the internet. The intranet. Yeah, they, you know, they, a lot of people say, oh, everything today is blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there are plus sides to everything. I mean, there are a lot of things I would have never seen. All right, guys, so we'll be right back. We'll have a little spook, 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 spooktacular uh, commercial or something. <laughs> commercial. <laughs> Dear Great Pumpkin, I'm looking forward to your arrival on Halloween night. I hope you will bring me lots of presents. Who are you writing to, Linus? This is the time of year to write to the Great Pumpkin. On Halloween night, the Great Pumpkin rises out of his pumpkin patch and flies through the air with his bag of toys for all the children. You must be crazy. When are you going to stop believing in something that isn't true? When you stop believing in that fellow with the red suit and the white beard who goes ho, ho, ho. We are obviously separated by denominational differences. You must get discouraged because more people believe in Santa Claus than in you. Well, let's face it, Santa Claus has had more publicity. But being number two, perhaps you try harder. Not again! Writing a letter to a stupid pumpkin? You make me the laughing stock of the neighborhood! All they talk about is my little brother, who always writes to the Great Pumpkin. You better cut it out right now or I'll pound you. There are three things they have learned never to discuss with people. Religion, politics, and the Great Pumpkin. You're wasting your time. The Great Pumpkin is a fake. Everyone tells me you are a fake, but I believe in you. P.S. If you really are a fake, don't tell me. I don't want to know. Alright guys, for this spooky edition of the Skeleton Room Halloween special, we are reviewing All Hallows' Eve 2013. Here's the uh, plot... While watching two children on Halloween night, a babysitter finds an old VHS tape in the kid's trick-or-treat bag. The tape features three tales of terror, all linked together by a murderous clown. As the night goes on, strange things begin to occur in the house. It isn't long before the babysitter learns the horrifying truth. The maniacal clown, or maniacal, (laughs) the maniacal, what an idiot. That's why I should read things before I just read them for the show. Try doing fucking news stories. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Maniacal Clown is slowly working his way into her reality. So, like they said, these kids are trick-or-treating. They come home, and one of the houses that they went past, I guess, slipped this tape into the kid's bag. And he didn't even know about it. Babysitter sees it. And they beg to play it. She says no, and then they eventually do. So this movie is an anthology. It's uh, which I like. I don't know if you guys are fans of that. I'm. I like that type of thing. I love it. It. Uh, it's a different feel, and I really love the feel. Obviously, it stems from Creep Show, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie Cat's Eye, Tales from the Crypt, The Vault of Horror, all the old school ones, all the '80s ones. Oh boy, right. Love them. I'll give anyone a chance. That's how much I love them. 
even a shit one from like the 80s I think there's with like one star I'll, I'll give it a shot oh, what about the one we reviewed that one time with John Carpenter oh body bags yeah I didn't watch it because of the way you guys t- talked about it so I, mm-hmm. I'll take that back <laughs> well you you can pass and you'll be fine <laughs> alright Creepshow 3 I did watch though that was terrible yes it was even after a review you watched no it? I watched it before the review because it was Creepshow how could I not you know Right, you have to see, like, Creepshow 3 is one of those things where it's like, look, the assholes who made this obviously are well aware of the first two. I mean, there must be something salvageable about this movie, just for the fact that they're doing another Creepshow. I mean... Then nope. Yeah. they would. You would think to yourself, they wouldn't bother unless they had a great idea, right? That's what you would think. Right. Well, the minute I saw it at Redbox... And that was the first time I saw it anywhere I knew I was in trouble. Come on, the a, first, direct, a direct-to-DVD fucking movie? Uh, no. Well, you know that's not going to be in the theater. Like, it's that's sort of unfair. Because why would that be in the theater? You don't think if they had a real Creep Show 3 and had Romero and King involved now and stars, of course it would come to the theater. But when they have a bunch of people that nobody knows and King and Romero aren't involved with it at all, of course it's going to be fucking... Dude, I don't think they have the the pull that you think they have anymore. And I I don't think that... Jamie, am I wrong? I mean, is it commercially smart to have a sequel of something from 20 years ago come out today in the theater? Oh. Wouldn't that be a little unfamiliar? I mean, it seems to happen, but I don't... I have always thought it was kind of an odd idea, and... I would. I doubt that a studio would have that kind of faith in a project, you know, that, that was sequelized thirty years after the originals. You know, like what sequel from twenty years ago has ever made it to the theater? Except, okay, Indiana Jones. Okay, fine, and maybe we could throw Rocky Six, but those are both well and insanely Terminator. Popular. Okay, right. Um. But not horror, right? No, I mean, really not. I guess, though, because I'm thinking of, like, The Rage, Carrie 2, but that was, that was, uh, I think that was a TV movie. Right. Um, Lost Boys 2. Direct-to-video. So, yeah, I guess maybe not. Hellraisers, Leprechauns, all that shit. Not anymore, no, but I'm telling you, someone... Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th will always come out in a theater. That's a reboot. But Child's Play didn't, and which is interesting to me that The Curse of Chucky, the very last one, which was an excellent film, was the only one to go straight to video. What's well, so, I'm saying? You know, fucked up. But anyway, Campfire Tales have- is one that I've always liked. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, so the reason we're reviewing All Hallows' Eve is because this is All Hallows' Eve. So the big... Uh, character of this movie is a clown and his name is Art A-R-T Art the Clown his introduction is okay so the first story you know they decide to watch the tape the first story is a girl she's just uh, sitting at a train station and uh, walks into a door sits down and looks in ahead of her and right across from her is sitting this clown just staring at her and it's it's weird because they're the only two people there so it must be like in completely in the middle of the night. Um, there's like the unbusiest train station on the planet, and it's the creep. It's a, a truly creepy moment. I mean, right off the bat, don't you think? I mean, we all know, you know, the oh, clowns creepy, but I mean, 
let's face it, I mean, even though it's been done a bunch of times, do you guys feel that they pulled off the a genuine creepiness with Art and the way he was looking at her and stuff? I'll tell you what. The girl comes in the in the station. She's by herself, right? And then she sees those two people, and they say something to her. The girl's like, "He got a cigarette," and she's like, "No." And they go on their way. Then she looks up, and all of a sudden, he's there. So as I'm watching this, I said, "Wait a minute! Did he just fucking appear there, or was he there the whole time?" And apparently, he just appeared there. So the fact that he just appeared there would be enough for me to run the fuck out of that station. That's scary enough. But she didn't seem to even mind. <laughs> 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 right? Isn't wouldn't that be enough for you to fucking get the hell out of there? Jamie, what would you do? I see something like that and I move. Like <laughs> I have had enough experience with crazy in my life to know that if anything gives me even which is kind of interesting because he, because I'm also southern, which the default for southern is that you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, you don't want to come off as rude. So a lot of times, and this is true. Oh, that's why you've been nice to me for a lot, all this time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of times it can it can get you into trouble because you don't want to appear rude and you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. However, I have had enough dealings with crazy in my life to know that if anything, it just seems a little bit off, I'm out of there. I am moving, you know, so... Um, I so would you, just you don't have, give anybody the benefit of the doubt. I would. I I try to, but I also have to think about my own safety. So what I would do is I wouldn't make a fuss and I wouldn't take off running screaming, but I would probably just you know look at my watch and go oh, and then you know get up. <laughs> look at the time. Maybe <laughs> maybe toss a friendly smile and then book it. <laughs> so, I'd be like, God damn it, I'm on the wrong train state. Oh, that's, I, I, I could have sworn they said, okay, I'm sorry, have a good night. You know, it's <laughs> funny because, like, she's sitting there looking at this clown, and what is her thought process? Like, oh, yeah, this nothing could go wrong here. Like, what is she thinking? Well, it's Halloween, you gotta, you know, there's gotta be a little bit of leeway there because... Is it? Well, wouldn't it be to you? I mean, let's say today... You go uh, any other day in October. You mind your own business. You go to a train station, and someone's dressed as a clown. Now that'd be fucked up. But if it was Halloween night, it, it wouldn't be so fucked up. Well, right? I think Alex is asking, was it Halloween night? I mean, do, right. do we know that it was Halloween night on the tape? Right. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it was because remember those people were dressed up. The guy had the girl on a leash, or, or the other way around. They asked him for a cigarette. I thought that was just New York. <laughs> I thought it was like. I thought she was friends with the girl from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. <laughs> or was that 3? Sorry. Bad. I messed up my joke. Well, who had someone on a lesion in the Nightmare? Yeah, who who had the pet, Jamie? It was... Oh! The, what is her name? Yes, Freddy's dead, girl. Freddy's dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the pet. And the um, chick even said Happy Halloween when she left. Remember? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so if it were Halloween, then I probably would just ignore them, you know? I'm, you know, I, I wouldn't think anything was weird about it necessarily. And, Except um, the fact that the clown appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, well, that is kind of creepy. <laughs> kind of creepy? It defies the laws of fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> the best is when he blows the horn and she jumps. Oh, yeah, that horn. That was so hilarious. <laughs> that, I love that. That was the funniest part. Oh, yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> um... He hands her a flower with a bug in it. That was pretty funny. Oh. And then what he does is, so now shit gets real. 
She's, she goes to run away when she, he pulls that shit with the bug. And she gets up and he grabs her arm and then injects her hand with, like, some, I don't know, some shit to knock her out, like, pretty instantaneously. And then all goes to hell. Yeah. She wakes up with a dog collar. Oh, by the way, guys, this is all spoilers. <laughs> you think? Yeah. This movie's two years ago. So, for recommendations, if you should watch this, um, yeah, why not? You know, try to watch it for a, a low price or something, but yeah. Well, the Blu-ray is a good. It's a good deal. It's it's two movies for one on the Blu-ray, and it's reasonably priced. And they're both Halloween movies. I didn't like it. Oh. Oh, you didn't. Okay. Which I will go into more why later on, but um, I I just think it was very disjointed and kind of schizophrenic, and it felt to me like someone came up with a. I won't say what the ending is until later, but I, I feel like someone came up with a what they thought would be a cool conclusion or a concept for the end of the film, uh, the end of a wraparound story for an anthology, and then attempted to work their way to it. But I feel like that only works if the vignettes within the anthology are actually interested and interesting and well-constructed, and I don't feel like these work. I'll tell you what, they weren't original. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing. I can't exactly – here's the weird thing about it because I was when I was taking notes, I was thinking to myself, well, I'm going to say that. So now I have to point out to what these all are sort of ripoffs of or whatever, and I can't do that either for some reason. Hmm. Like the first story is basically about girls who are all captured and become, you know, either chained to something and they're getting taken away one by one and then the – remaining ones have to get away. I couldn't really pinpoint what that was, but I feel like I've seen it before. Well, it was partially Rosemary's baby um, because there was they were Satanists who were... The, one was being raped by the devil guy and then the baby was being cut... Well, that, that the baby being cut out of the stomach wasn't actually Rosemary's baby, but part of it. I mean, it was sort of piecemealed from various other stories. All things that you've seen before... Nothing particularly interesting. And what the fuck does that have to do with a clown? It all seemed vaguely familiar, <laughs> but you couldn't figure out why. And right. It doesn't the clown... fit. The clown is shoehorned in to each one of these stories, particularly the second one, which I want to set on fire. And <laughs> oh yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. I, I'm just, I'm kind of angry. Wow. Really? I think you're being a... I'll agree that he is shoehorned into the second one big time. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I'll agree with that, but I think you're being a little harsh. Holy He's like cannon blasted into the second one. <laughs> they didn't even—they didn't use a shoehorn. It was like, here, oh, oh shit, we forgot the clown. Bam, clown. That was. <laughs> well, I got a theory. I got a theory, but we can't get to it till we get there. So. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 let's get there naturally. Yeah. yeah. Because only because, you know, normally we don't do the walkthrough bullshit, but with anthologies, we do like to do that because we want you guys in the same headspace as each story. Okay, how about this? The clown, number one, they all take place on Halloween night. Well, the second one doesn't have to, but for the sake of argument, I'm going to say it did when we get to it. But let, everything happens on, on Halloween night, and this clown is an evil being, and he basically is, I, I don't want to say responsible for all of it, but he, he's got his hands in everything fucking evil that's going on that night. So basically, like for the first story, why can't we just say that the clown 
is just one of the people working for that, you know, because you got the witches, you got the devil, and you got the clown. It's just like some evil fucking <laughs> Halloween not, cult. No, no. There's no what? No. There's, <laughs> okay. So either part of that. So either part of that. Okay. First of all, in that group, the devil and the witches would be organic because the witches were worshiping the devil, and the devil is the is you know begetting a son or a, or a child or whatever by impregnated woman. I mean, that's a whole thing. That's an actual. That is a part of mythology that's something that that would go together clown does not enter into that mythology it's not like oh and then there was this clown no no it's like, it's like try to wh where in the salem stories did you ever hear about a clown showing up you know? <laughs> i mean it doesn't fit and it, they forced it to fit and it doesn't fit now if you want to look at it as if he were say the mascot of halloween and then and so like all of the stuff that goes on on halloween he's present there well then too bad that's already been taken and sam is a much cuter mascot with much better story oh yeah they took it from sam oh yeah and, and we forgot to say that trick-or-treat was an anthology Right, and a good one, yes, and, and, and a better one than this, yes, of course. But why can't the clown be, um, you know, working <laughs> for the witches? He could just no, be, someone just, has to get the no. women there, right? <laughs> <laughs> why not the clown? <laughs> I mean, well, she's just not buying it. How about this? The clown is what the ashtray was in the first creep show. Why the fuck would the devil need to hire a clown? Is he having a birthday party? <laughs> Do you know who I am? I'm a legend. <laughs> I'm Puda, the clown. Put it there. We are high. Kids will love that. I did naughty, and my sister-in-law did. She's not here right now. I'm looking after the. I'm the uncle. Buck Russell's the name. Right, great. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm uh, late. Uh, I was at this all-night bachelorette party. Hey, you need any dildo jokes? <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> What did, you, what did you have, a few drinks this morning? Huh? I, I think you did, didn't you? What are you, Mother Cabrini? You never touch this stuff? No, 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 but I, I, I wouldn't be drinking if I was going to entertain some kids. Hey, I don't have to take any shit from you. You know who I am? In the field of local live home entertainment. Oh, my God! Get in your mouse and get out of here. Hey, uh, let me tell you something, you low-life lion, four-flushing sack of sh**. <laughs> He's the devil. He just did it for fun. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a clown. Why not? I'm know? not buying it even a little bit. I'm just not. I can't. Well, will you and I, also, I was fucking bored. I mean, by the time we got to the part, like, before we even got to the devil and the witches, we're sitting there watching this, and I actually said, Bored! <laughs> I mean, okay. I'll, I was I'll done. give Jamie. I'll give. I'll co-sign a couple of these things. <laughs> Jamie's right. There, there's just something insanely generic about girls being chained somewhere and trying to get away, and one gets pulled in, and they both know they're next if they don't get away, and banging on a chain to get away. <laughs> I mean, I can see how there's a lull there, but I'm going to say this much. I think the strongest point of this first story is art in the train station that completely works for me. Then he gets her being kidnapped. You're, you're figuring out where she is. 
Her trying to convince the one girl to get away while one gets pulled away. That's still all right. Mm -hmm. Then you get to them trying to escape. It sort of slows down a little. Not too long, though. And then where it pays off for me is, Jamie, don't you think that it was really cool uh, to see all those, like, creatures and... And things like, and even when she leaves and she's staring at the guy to help her, and then she looks down and there's a body in there. That's kind of cool. And who then, didn't like, see that coming? I mean, you knew did. you knew damn well what was going to happen when she ran into that guy. Well, yeah. Um, you know, the only thing side. I will agree with is I think the train station part in the beginning really worked. I did like that. I was on board at that point, but then when they took it to the tunnels, it completely lost me. I feel like they turned a corner that they couldn't come back from, and they fucked it up. And well, how about the ending wasn't a nice payoff with those cool-looking creatures? No. And I'll tell you what, because at that point, I was done with that story. At that point, I was had already lost it. Once you lose me... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Brought it back. Hey, they did you bring it have back, to right? work to bring it back, and I don't think they did. I don't think that they earned my... They didn't. They didn't. It didn't work. I was ready to move on. I wanted the next story. I'm like, this is an anthology, isn't it? Let's get on with it. I want something different because this one is shitty. That's it. And all of these are things that I said out loud while I was watching this movie. I was like, Ugh. I actually like the wraparound story. Oh, it's great. More than I like any of the vignettes. And and that, you know, I, I really, I have to say, I did enjoy that part because I felt like it felt like authentic Halloween time to me. Um, for some reason, you know, it it just I was comfortable there with the family, with the kids and the and the babysitter. Even though I think she let it go, I mean, she's kind of a shitty babysitter. I mean, she tried, you know, to uh, monitor what they were, you know, to check it out before they did, and and she was doing a good job at that point. But then I think I would have turned it off way before she did. Uh, there there came a point where. Um, I'm like, why are they still watching this? This this should not be going on still. Um, and also, who turns off Night of the Living Dead? I'm just, what is that about? Um, hey, that right. babysitter, didn't she remind you of somebody? Yes. Didn't you feel like she was the girl from uh, Paranormal Activity or something? Not that, but I, she did remind me of someone, and I still haven't placed who it was. But all the whole night, I'm watching this movie going, who the fuck does she remind me of? And I never did come up with it. Well, I looked it up, and it's nothing. Like, I can't... She is a working actress, but I couldn't find a single thing. Hmm. Yeah, I guess she just... Maybe she just has one of those faces. But she did remind me of someone... Somebody. And I never could put my finger on it. But anyway, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to shit all over your thing. Go ahead. You loved it. No, I mean, I <laughs> I feel that it... Oh, yo, 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 brought it back when these things came out because... I'm I'm really into that because it gave me a real Halloween feel, like an old school Halloween feel, like an almost not sort of '80s in a way. You know, those were um, those are the kind of things I would have created if I was working on a movie. Like those, if you told me it has to be a cultish, demon-looking bunch of people. I just think it's a tired story, and at that point, there is no bringing it back because the kid has been drowned. I mean, there's brain damage happening. There's, you know, there's. There's no resuscitating this story at that point. It is wow. just gone for good because it... Just brain damage. It's tired. And I thought I missed something in the plot when she said that. She's actually personifying uh, the yeah, yeah, as a It was a metaphor. Uh, the, this, <laughs> there's no bringing it back from the dead because there is already brain damage setting in. It is, it is a goner. 
flatline, you know, call the morgue, slap on the toe tag. It's done. Jerry V. <laughs> if you're bringing back a vegetable guy. So let him go. Unplug. Unplug. I'll give you so, this. Uh, there was five boring minutes with the girls. Definitely. I don't care about them being chained up and, oh, what are we going to do? And something, I don't know why. I guess that's something that should pull you in. But either A, I've seen it too many times, or B, the acting or something. I don't know. Oh, my God, that, with the uh, acting. That part. I'm too afraid to run away. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was boring to me. There was nothing about it. And that one girl, and you never, I don't think anyone's ever heard me say this, ever, because that's not my style. But this, that one blonde chick, she looked like a dude. She, I, <laughs> I can't believe she was in a movie. Really. <laughs> I gotta watch it again. Oh my gosh, I, I couldn't believe how, how she looked. No, I she said that. Like, I said that. I think she's the one that I said reminded me of David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> I did say she looked like a dude, though. Um, and it was so bad. The acting was so bad that I couldn't decide if it was supposed to be bad because she was actually watching a videotape and maybe the acting within the videotape was supposed to be bad. But then when you realize what the whole thing is about, then you realize, oh, no, it shouldn't be bad. That should be very realistic, as a matter of fact. And, um,. So that's just shitty. It is shitty. You know what's cool? And it, uh, the bubble monster. The toxic I was going to say. I was just going to say. Yeah, Jamie, didn't you like the Toxic Avenger? He was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, how about when he cuts the rubber arm off the girl? <laughs> oh my god, that was the worst ever effects I've ever seen. He lifts up like a big uh, cl- meat cleaver or whatever, and he swipes it and. The, the videotape now cuts to her arm and that it cuts for a, a second a second too long and you see it's a rubber fucking arm with a, a closed fist that yeah. is rubber and then it cuts it then it cuts to him or something then it cuts back to her and she's you see her arm and then it's cut and then the hand is in the background but they cut it way too high so it looks like her hand would have been at the end of her elbow <laughs> <laughs> it was so Which, bad. Which, again, made me think for a moment, and I agree with that. It was terrible. And made me think, again, for a moment, is this supposed to be bad because she's watching a videotape? But then, you know, once you get to the end, and then you realize, oh, no, that should not be bad. <laughs> it's just bad. You know that? You know what that arm looked like? A pipe. It looked like a fucking, <laughs> like a white water pipe. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. I was. I thought yeah, that was funny. I was going to use it for my gutter if she didn't. Uh, PVC pipe? Right, a PVC. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> That's what it looked like totally. I was like, what the fuck is this? But but, but it's it's low budget. What do you want? It's a low budget. Going into that, you know, it's a low budget movie. Some things worked with the effects and some things didn't. So I give it a pardon for that. It is well, what it is. Well, the thing is, it's confusing when I can't figure out if it's supposed to be bad or if it's just bad because, you know, reasons. Because I was trying to say, well, maybe because she's watching a videotape, maybe it's supposed to be low budget, you know, in which case I would think it was funny, you know, or I would think it was on purpose. It was intentional. And then I really don't think it was. And that... You're not even amusing accidentally. So it changes it, it changes the whole my whole outlook. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm willing to give. I have no problem with low budget, and I I always give low budget films a pass. If you can keep me interested, I will I will pass by some 
some shitty effects, you know, uh, but I, this, this one didn't work for me. So, damn you know. it. I, How about the bird face guy? In the oh, I love that guy. <laughs> I love those faces. I got, yes, I'm sorry. I did too. Check out my baggage was in the car. I, <laughs> I had already <laughs> turned in my key. I paid for my mini bar and I was out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I'm gonna see exactly oh. how many metaphors I can come up with throughout. Well, so far they're all good, so you can keep going. Yeah, if, if they stay this strong, you can keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so uh, you see a prego chick; her belly gets ripped open. They pull the baby out. Yeah, it's the old devil impregnate bullshit. But I liked it. I liked the way the devil looked. I liked when he was licking his lips. Yes, the devil. Classic. The devil was badass looking, wasn't he? Consider. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what, though. Speaking of weird looking girls, um, the the pregnant girl. You know who she looked like? I couldn't get over it, but she looked like the little boy. <laughs> in... <laughs> <laughs> That's never a good sign when you start out with "she looked like the little boy in." <laughs> she looked like the little. <laughs> <laughs> the little boy in Dazed and Confused. The fucking... The kid that's the pitcher with the long hair. Uh, what's his name's little brother that they chase him at the baseball diamond? You know, it's kind of really his story, that movie. What's his name? Jamie, Jamie you must know, right? That, that I do thing. know... Um, okay, well, you, at least... Right now, but I've no, seen Alex, it so many times. But that girl looks like that kid. Cause I, just I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Yeah. Man, I want to fuck that kid. <laughs> she looks like that dude. And I was like, that's kind of weird. I mean, she, she wasn't even ugly, but she just reminded me of that dude. Maybe it's her brother. I don't fucking know. But Now, do you think that that baby was the, another devil's baby? Because no, that's what I... We'll see. I, I was kind of torn because I think I'd see it going both ways. No pun intended. Why would the devil rip his baby out of somebody? Because clearly that is killing the child. Um, no, I know why. I know why. Because it was a cesarean, and they just <laughs> they did it sloppily because they don't give a shit about the mom. They just want the baby out, and they drink the blood. Oh, that was another thing too. It took she bled out way too fast. I mean, it's gonna it, you will bleed out if that. Oh, uh, now you're getting picky, uh, Jamie. Low budget, I know. I'm like just that. no. I'm fucking with you. But um, <laughs> but then I was like, did um, if it was the devil's baby, then why she all don't hurt my baby? I'd be like, kill that motherfucker, you know. I would too, but it's not the devil's baby. It was all about sacrifice and drinking the blood of a newborn baby. That was okay. It. Well, that's what I figured by the time we got to the end because it didn't make sense otherwise. And because why would he have more than one baby? And why, you know, I mean, there only needs to be one antichrist, and yeah. so it didn't really make sense that he was having like a baby factory down there. Um, <laughs> so I is that what he did with all these chicks? He would just rape. I don't get them? it. Why would they? they See, that's girls. it. Didn't really make any sense. That's why. I, that's. Maybe, I, yeah, I don't know. It didn't make any sense to me. Maybe Unless one of them was firing line. blanks and he just wanted to, like, <laughs> make sure that his bases were covered, you know, just in case they nabbed one who was barren. I yeah. know. But then he's the goddamn devil. I mean, he could have a baby with a goat if he wanted to, couldn't he? I mean, like, I don't sure. know. He could probably impregnate a blouse. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Art the Clown. I think he's just kidnapping chicks and... Whatever. If one happens to be pregnant, then it works. That's what I think. He just because it's a clown, he doesn't know any better. He's just fucking kidnapping. Well, then the devil people. had a shitty hiring practice, didn't he? He didn't vet him very well before he. Hired him. Yeah, did he do a background check? <laughs> it was for entertainment. I told you. <laughs> well, it wasn't for my entertainment. That's for sure. 
How do you guys play, uh, rate the first story? Uh, Jamie, I guess we all know where you're going. That's either one or a two. It's poor. Poor. <laughs> what is that, one out of five? Um, you That's know, Jamie, I'll give, yeah, no, I'll give it a two. Okay, Dave. Um, because the first part, I think, was actually really creepy the, in, in the train station. So I'll give it a two for that. Yeah, I'll but then it got derailed. Huh? Wow! <laughs> oh, man! If anybody, you're on fire! Wow! Look what a break did to Jamie! Right? See what happens? You take a little time off, and Jamie comes back, fucking guts blazing, spitting fire. Shit! Yeah. Um, yeah, did anyone else think? Like, this is fun. I'm watching this with my wife, and she was as we're watching this in the beginning. She thought that they were, the videotape was like a camera, and we were seeing the girls in this fucking underground dungeon. And, you know, of course, later on, it became something else. But at the time, I thought, wouldn't that have been cool if that's what they did show us? Like, the situation that was taking place below the fucking ground and all that other stuff. And, like, here you go, because it's supernatural. Watch this shit. This is what's happening. Perhaps, but, oh, again, that still wouldn't have been new, but... Um, it oh, would, no. An it, evil but thing. It, but it's, um, yeah, it would have been something. With that, would you have liked that better? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know because I think it, it's actually the stories themselves that I didn't like. So um, that really would have only affected. I mean, the story would have been the same. That just would have um, affected how the it was being viewed. I guess. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it would have helped. I don't think it would have. Okay, I'm just curious because she brought it up to me, and I, at the time I was like, "Wow, that would have that would have been a cool concept if they would have continued on with it." But. Whatever. I just I wrote that down and I wanted to bring it up because at the time it struck me. But uh, oh, something else that struck me. How come that chick was fucking tied up with with uh, in chains and Toxic Avenger came and he was grabbing the other girl and she was trying to free herself with the brick, right? Do you remember that part? Why didn't she take the brick and hit Toxic Avenger with it? Thank you. I said exactly the same thing. <laughs> I'm like you've st- I'm like you've still got the fucking rock in your hand. Turn around and hit him over the head with it. Right. Right. You know, you guys are re- just destroying this first no, segment, so we should move and, on. No, Dave actually liked it. <laughs> no, yeah, but but we have two more. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're 35 minutes into this. This is all we're doing then. Holy shit. This is literally as long as most people, probably twice as long as most people give entire movie reviews. And we gave it on one fucking vignette. Well, it's a, you know, it's a conversation. Um, I guarantee you the second the second story will be much shorter. I agree, but that, that's a credit to our show that we're able to keep a pretty compelling conversation about something where almost nothing happened. So that's uh, that's a credit to us. I I give this segment a three point five with Dave. I'm I'm right there. I think it's okay. You know, it's not original, but I like those creations and I like the uh, art part. Okay, so the second story. Oh, what? Okay, so what happens here in the middle of this thing now? Because you guys like the reach around better than I do. Oh, it's you. You don't like the it. reach around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the wrap around. Okay, it's it's not that I didn't like it. It's that um, for some reason I couldn't focus on it. Uh, I think for the first part. So she sends the kids to bed, and then what? Just hears a noise. Well, then she goes down and she starts watching Night of the Living Dead again. And then the tape is calling to her 
So no, that was how we went. Yeah, that because the first one she watched with the kids, and then she put the kids to bed, and then she came back down, and then the tape was kind of mocking her, like sitting there, and so she put the tape back in and started watching the second one. Mocking her? What do you mean? Well, like not not <laughs> literally. Literally, it wasn't going nanny nanny nanny. <laughs> but I mean, it was you know sitting there, te- metaphorically teasing her. You know, like you oh, know okay. you want to watch me. You know. Ah, oh, okay. Like a piece of chocolate cake. Were there yeah. cake? I'm just gonna keep going. Hop, 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 and if you get in my way, it's your fault. <laughs> the, the kid spit on his sister. She was scared of the clown. There was all kinds of shit. Yeah, going she on. said, "I want to sleep with you." That's yeah, about it. Yeah, idea. yeah. Okay. They were carving a pumpkin at 10:15 on Halloween night for some. Yeah, which de- uh, but see, <laughs> that always bothered that? me about Halloween too. I mean, yes. in Halloween they're carving the pumpkin super late at night, and I'm like, who the fuck's gonna see it? All the trick or treating is over. No one's out anymore. What's the point? Right. Yeah. It's like putting up your Christmas tree on Christmas Eve, which I know a lot of people <laughs> do, but I've never understood it. Yeah, what's why go through all that trouble for two fucking days? Eh, to make my wife happy. You do it? <laughs> no, he only did it because her she was coming home and he had to hurry up You're and right? get it up before she came <laughs> home. Yeah, probably, right? Pretty much, yeah. Wow, you don't care about Christmas. Hold on. It's fucking cold. It's windy. It's ice. We had a terrible winter here. I'll get outside like an asshole, putting up fucking lights, Please. bringing trees and <laughs> outside like an asshole. Thank God you're not my husband. Oh, dude. The Ugh. first year I, that, that I lived on my own, I went behind the store where I worked because I worked at a convenience store back then. I was 20. I went behind the store where I worked and chopped, sawed down. A what? Christmas tree with a, <laughs> my roommate and I. My roommate and I were fucking Homer Simpson over my here. My roommate and I were so poor. It gets worse. My roommate and I were so poor that we went to Walmart and bought a saw. And then we went, we snuck behind the store where I worked, sawed down a tree, stuffed it in the car, drove it home, and then we got it out. Watched the saw and returned and it. Put it. No, we did actually keep it. But we put the tree up, and at one point it was so sparse that I broke one of the branches while I was trying to maneuver it around, and I actually duct taped it back together because we could not afford to lose any branches. It was bad. Oh. It was really. It was like a giant version of the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Wow. <laughs> And that was our Christmas segment on our Halloween show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> I do want to bring something up. This movie pays tribute to Halloween. John. Oh, yeah. The, Obviously. The black and orange in the beginning, right? And the way it looks is cool. But later... Watching the movie. Well, Night of the Living Dead. The Night of the Living Dead. The exact scene they're watching is right from Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. It's fucking sweet, ain't it? That was awesome. I felt like I was watching Halloween 2. Then all of a sudden... This kept going. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I'm just but come on. Yeah, but <laughs> no, no, I've got totally. But how about when her friend teased her and she goes, "Oh, oh, you're not dead yet." She goes, "What do you mean? You're babysitting on Halloween? That's a recipe for you know a murder." And then what does the girl say to her on the phone? Our, our lead girl, she says, "Fun." She says, "Oh, books. I always got my books. I have my French book. I have my math book. I have black tail. I always got my books. <laughs> Mature midgets. Yes." <laughs> <laughs> this is this is edited by Adam. <laughs> no, but honestly, you're close. You know what she says? She says, funny. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? All right, so uh, so this story is a woman's artist husband is away, uh, probably banging some other chick, the girl who cleans his brushes or something, and an alien arrives in her house. <laughs> 
So, basically, the whole story is that the alien just walks around the house going after her. And at the end of it all... Bam! Clown! And then the clown picture is pulled after they pull a blanket off of it. And that's it. And then nothing. Well, come on. We know... What? What? There's nothing. That's the end of it. There's that. You... That is it, Dave. I mean, look. Yeah, watching it. I'm not. I'm not discrediting that it's an experience. But talking about it, that's it. Yeah, but hold on. The the first of all, remember the girl's on the phone with her friend, and she's talking about how her, you know, her man's an artist, and he had this dream the other night, and then woke up and apparently drew this painting. She doesn't like it. It spooks her out, so she covered it up, and yeah. he doesn't have a real good memory of writing it, and. Everything else, and he never does anything like this. I think that's a cool, a cool setup to the you know to the reveal at the end of what the painting is. That's well, why this does, shit. Happens. Yes, but what does that have to do with the alien at all? Like I said, he's tying everything together. He's an evil that, clown. That's not tying. Oh, give what? That is not tying anything together. There is no tie there. Oh, I'm, that my, is not even velcroed. There is <laughs> nothing. Yes, it's shoehorned. Not even double-sided tape, not a thumbtack. There is shit keeping that together. <laughs> okay, okay. It's it's shoehorned in. I'm going to agree. But that's that's the way I explained it away. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you can come up with something with it at least. You know, because... No. <laughs> because what is the point? I mean, okay. Oh, for 2. If if he had... I think, I think it would have worked if he had... Um, if she had been attacked by this clown and then maybe she, you know, in the process of their battle or whatever, I think it also would have been extremely predictable, but I think it would have made more sense if like then it got knocked over and maybe the shroud was taken off the painting and then it was revealed that, that he had painted the clown face. So he sort of had this prediction of something happening with her with the clown. But how does him having a dream about a spooky clown have anything to do with her being abducted by an alien? I'll tell you why. Anywhere that clown appears, evil shit happens. That's it. It's simple as that. That's all I'm saying, you know? Okay. I mean, it's I not the greatest explanation. I mean, I get your, I mean, I get your explanation, and I, I sadly think that that may be what they were going for because I really can't find, I can't think of anything stronger than that. But I don't think that, and I, I just don't think that's a good enough tie-in, you know. Bam, clown. It's not good. I, it's like it's, it's like I said. It felt like oh shit, we forgot the clown in this story. So <laughs> here he is. No, I think they meant to well, do that. I know. No, no. You know, maybe Jamie's right. Maybe they just had an idea of an alien running around, and then said, "Well, we have to put the clown in here somewhere, guys." That's what it feels like to me. Yeah, let's make her husband an artist, and then. That he just paints it. <laughs> I'll put a the clown. Put it there. We are high. Kids will love that. I did naughty, and my sister-in-law uh, did. She's not here right uh, now. I'm looking after the. I'm the uncle. Uh, yeah. Buck Russell's the name. Right, great. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm uh, late. Uh, I was at this all-night bachelorette party. Hey, you need any dildo jokes? <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> What did, you, what did you have, a few drinks this morning? Huh? Like, I think you did, didn't you? What are you, Mother Cabrini? You never touch this stuff? No, 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 but I, I, I wouldn't be drinking if I was going to entertain some kids. Hey, I don't have to take any shit from you. You know who I am? 
in the field of local live home entertainment. Oh, my God! Get in your mouse and get out of here. Hey, uh, let me tell you something, you low-life lying, four-flushing sack of shit. <laughs> I'll tell but you see, what. even the alien story isn't satisfying because there's no resolution. Nothing happens. We don't know anything. She gets wet. It's a great resolution. We don't know that. Oh, come on. It's right on top of her. And the fuck it. What else is going to happen? What you going to do? Well, her, it's maybe her kid shows up with glasses of water. <laughs> Swing. Swing. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit, man. This is the worst review ever. We're, like, totally ripping this. Nah. All right. No, it's, it's crazy. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, also not new. Uh, I felt that, too, and I don't know why. Because I don't know any other, like, uh... You don't know any other alien stories? Well, I mean, well, what alien story is not... I mean, look, think about it. Even in VHS 1 or 2, whenever, whenever it was... That was good, the one in VHS, the alien thing. What else would an alien sort of do besides just show up and get you and bring you somewhere? You know, like, like I don't know what you're supposed to do with an alien. What would it do? Um, I would write an original story that had nothing to do with an alien if I had to, but I mean, I would not put that story in here because there's nothing new or original about it. Yeah, but we need alien stories because they're... Oh, yeah. it's, it's cool, yeah. I like them. I mean, I like them when they're good, like um, Altered State, uh, Altered States, Altered, um, I think was a really good alien story. Um, Dark Skies was a really good alien story, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I love What about movie. Extraterrestrial? Yeah, I love that, too. Yeah. E.T. was a really good alien story. <laughs> no, 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 I mean the real Extraterrestrial. I mean the, the new Extraterrestrial. Jamie must not like Extraterrestrial. That's Invaders all. from Mars was a really yeah, good... Yeah, she keeps going. Going Yeah, I'm not over. crazy about Extraterrestrial, but... Um... <laughs> well, how about when the Cannabits came down? Oh, oh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. The Cannabits. Yeah. The Cannabits. What'd you call it? But hold on, let me say one thing. Here's what I like right, about before, this. Before we rate this, go ahead. One My thing. favorite Martian... Here's what <laughs> my favorite Martian. Get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> um, here's what I like about it. It's unique in one way. When do you ever see clown? <laughs> clown. Yeah, art the clown. <laughs> when do you see one alien pursuing one person? It was set up like a slasher, but instead of going conventional and just saying, "Let's have some fucking slasher called and hunt this chick down." Let's just do this and, and do something a little bit different and have this alien. And here's what I liked about it. And some people are going to complain that it's low budget. I like the fact that the alien, I like the way it walks, but here's what I like. You actually see that it's wearing a mask, an alien mask. Yeah, isn't that cool weird? Con- well, it's like when we go in space, we have to wear masks. So the mask- Oh, well, what was up with that liquiding that it was doing? What was that about when it was like... It was like raving, you know, while it was walking toward her. Did you notice that? It was like, wow, wow. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I wonder if maybe, because I had a theory that maybe it was an underwater creature, and so that's why it was wearing the mask, and that's why it moved that way. But it didn't really make that much sense to me, because if I move that way when I'm in the water, when I get out of the water, I don't. So, I don't know. If he was straight, he wouldn't move that way. Um, Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The alien... <laughs> <laughs> that I was singing that song. Look at all these rumors. But anyway, 
that fucking um I don't think he was underwater. I think it was like a breathing apparatus. Like we don't see the real alien. Yeah, what was that movie where they made us breathe in liquid, the abyss or something? Yes. Yeah, I think it was that kind of a deal. Yeah. And how about how he made that real loud shriek noise and it made her nose bleed? That's fucking cool. That was cool. That, I will give you that. That was cool. Except what I didn't like about that was that he had just two seconds ago watched her walk upstairs because she kicked him down the stairs so he knew where the fuck she went and then he's standing at the bottom of the stairs looking around like he's lost then he makes that sound which makes her come out like oh i couldn't find you before because i didn't see where you went oh except i did see where you went (laughs) that's funny when we were watching this movie (laughs) well she my wife says when he she gets to the room and she locks the door and she acts quiet she's like it's a little late to start anything quiet now, don't you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that is kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Well, how, how do you guys rate this one, then? You know, it's a simple thing. There's not much to it, but it is an experience. How do you feel they did keeping you on your toes, doing, the, like Dave said, doing uh, good effects with the aliens, uh, tying in art, the brilliant job they did with that? Art the Clown was art. Yes, literally. <laughs> That's why they gave up that name, I think. Oh. Oh, no, not. No, I got another story I'll tell later. No, it's not why they gave him that name. But, yeah. Wow, that's going to be a long reveal. <laughs> you want to hear something? <laughs> no, I'm just, not really. So how do you guys rate this? <laughs> yeah, right after this, right after the rating. I'll give it a three. Three, I like it. It's all right. I will give this one a three. Um... Because I do, I don't have a problem with the alien thing, even though it's not original at all. Um, I didn't, I, I wasn't bored by it. The only thing that I have issue with here is the way they slapped the clown on at the end, and it just doesn't fit, and it felt forced. And so, I can't get it higher than that. But for the alien portions alone, I'll go three. Good. That's good for something with no real story. So that's a really good rating. That means they did a great job. It of did an okay in... job. <laughs> okay, well, the director. We'll give props to the director. Okay. Because he obviously brought it to life. So, uh, Dave, what's your story? Here's my story. Did you guys know that this this movie, the guy that directed this movie, actually these these shorts already existed. He directed the first one. Yeah, I know. That's why they're so familiar. In 2008. (laughs) (laughs) No, he directed the first one. It it was called Ninth Circle. The first story at the station, whatever. He directed that in in, in 2008. And it was like a 22-minute short. Are you serious? You're telling me all this stuff had nothing to do with a whole movie in itself and they just put it in a movie? Well, there's segments. That makes total sense. But hold on. Listen, the first one was there. Art the Clown was in that movie. Okay? And the second one was made in 2011 and it was called Terrifier and it was the last chapter. Same director and same guy, Art the Clown, was in one called Ninth Circle and the other one called Terrifier. So So back then he was just making random shorts with a clown? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it is weird. And so finally he decided, hey, I've got some clown shorts, let me stick them all together. Clown shorts, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Eat my clown shorts. (laughs) I want to buy some of them shits. <laughs> you know? Fucking so check it out. I, I figured out why they put the clown in the middle one. Basically all they had to do for this movie was write was write the wraparound story and write the fucking middle story. So I guess that they said, Okay, well, what do you want to do for the middle story? 
ba 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 and let's put the clown. So they the really feet. did crow that crowbar that one in then. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good thing it didn't show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't painfully obvious. <laughs> okay, so the third story is uh, done on what is that called? Like, uh, what kind of film is that called? That uh, uh, what were those movies called? Grindhouse. Oh yeah, yeah I guess it's that's the aim of it. Yeah, maybe. Of, like it's just some looking. some bad uh, app or something on a computer. I don't know. <laughs> bad app. <laughs> no, I'm just bad kidding. apple. They just clicked age film, older, oldest, really old, or something, and they just picked old. So, uh, yeah, it just looks like old film or just kind of scratched up, messed up film. Uh, that's pretty cool. It gives it like a, a hardcore sort of look. So, this clown uh, pisses all over the floor and, sh- and smears <laughs> shit on the bathroom walls of a gas station. The guy yells at him. So, this girl in this segment... Reminded me of uh, the chick from part four of Nightmare on Elm Street, where it's like, honey, blow out your fucking hair and put some makeup on, for Christ's sake. This girl could not be any less attractive looking. What? Because of her hair and makeup. Less than, oh, oh, you, oh, you mean her personally. She could have been, she could have made herself a lot better. Yes. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying, I say there's at least two other women in this movie that are less attractive than her. But right. I get you. No, she could have looked in a mirror before she went on the set of this movie. Uh, Her character should have looked in the mirror. So so the clown comes back and just shows up in in the gas station. He saws the guy's head off, which is pretty funny. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) And I, I love how he's actually properly using that saw, you know. He's actually letting the saw do the work. Those kind of saws, the the teeth are actually only in one direction. So they would only, you would only, when you pull it back, you're not actually cutting it. You're only cutting it in the one direction. So he was properly using that saw, believe it or not. I know because I'm... That's hot. Thanks. <laughs> I really was just getting to that point so I could prove I know how to use tools. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that, but I <laughs> I do think it's really cool how he was casually doing it. That was, it was, I, I was laughing. It's, it's not really something funny, but when she looked in there... It was just so casual and fucking filled with blood just sitting there doing his yeah, thing. Yeah, it was accurate. <laughs> so so this girl's driving, and uh, she sees a car parked on the side of the road, I guess with the hazards on or whatever, and she, like, goes up to it looking for help. And he was, like, leaning on the, the horn or whatever, and then she pulls his shoulder to look at him, and his face is, like, melted off. Yeah, it's bludgeoning, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you say that, that he was bludgeoned the way he looked? <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be peeled off or if it was supposed to be melted off or if it was supposed to be beaten to a pulp. I had no idea. But the hands were missing, too, just like the other guy at the gas station. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, which I was... But see, right there at that moment, that's where this story starts to fall apart for me because you've got this killer and who is completely all over the place. You know, the first time the first time we see him do anything, he saws the guy's head off and chops off his hands. Well, the second time we see the hands are chopped off again, but then I don't know what happened to the face. And then later he shoots someone in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, how do you guys feel about the killer using a gun? I hated it. I hated it. He shot somebody. Like, how weird. 
And well, maybe great. it would have been funny if it had been like one of if it had been like a toy gun or like a flower even like a flower on his lapel and then it shot somebody like okay that could be kind of funny because clown, but no he just like whips out this nine and just <laughs> pops a guy in the face. Yeah, I was wondering if I was watching straight out of Compton or fucking Halloween. <laughs> actually, and you know what I said that, but I actually don't know if it was nine. I don't. It could have been a revolver. I wasn't paying that close attention. I just, I, I just know clock. that suddenly he pulls up next to her in a fucking car. He pulls up next to her in a car and then shoots the guy in the face. I'm like, well, that makes no sense within this story whatsoever. Oh, I loved that. It was so fucking funny. Oh, <sighs> I see. Right. I just feel like this whole thing was completely schizophrenic. Like this third one, especially, he's all over the place and it makes no sense. He's a clown. He's supposed to be doing fucking crazy shit, isn't it? You know what it reminded me of? Remember when, uh, what was the bad gremlin's name? Deagle or something? No, Deagle, Deagle was, was the, the old lady. lady. Oh. <laughs> Stripe? Deagle, Deagle, Deagle. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, Stripe. When, yeah, Stripe, yeah. Remember when he was, like, aiming the gun at them and he shoots them? Oh, no, or, or was that the robber? The robber gremlin? I don't know. I think it was, the, I think you're thinking of elves, Alex. Yeah? Remember Elf? <laughs> so, but check uh, it out, guys. The car was the girl's car. That's why he got in a car. Because the girl left her car when she went to that oh, place. Oh, yeah. I didn't even yeah. Well, that's together. true. She did. Yeah. First, she sees the clown with a circus sign, which was funny. She's <laughs> driving away, and all of a sudden, there's circus. a clown there with a circus sign. I'm like, what well, the fuck? And that's kind of funny, too. I, mean, I would have given him that because, like, oh, the clown just appeared out of nowhere. Like, he's ahead of her all of a sudden. Yeah. That's creepy. That's creepy. After you just watched him saw this dude's head off. You're working for me so far, Story. You know, you're putting in your 40, and we're pulling back a solid paycheck on this one. I'm on board, you know. Then we come across the second person with the whatever happened to their face and the missing hands. And I was like, that's still pretty creepy. Still pretty creepy. I'm... Doing a little bit of overtime. Then he fucking shoots a guy in the face. And I'm like, ah, God damn it. I, now I'm on vacation. What? It's a clown. She, oh, fuck. That's why I think it was great. And remember, I'm the guy that says I hate fucking guns in my slasher movies. Yeah. I fucking hate them. But in this case, I, I laughed. I go, oh, that's fucking great. First of all, I just don't fit. I just didn't fit like it and fucking shit it didn't i didn't feel like it fit with what he'd been doing up to that point it seemed like kind of a cop-out i don't like guns either in in movies like this it doesn't make any sense and when you have the when you have the opportunity to do something more creative i think you should go for something more creative and guns aren't it you know which is why i've never been interested in the zodiac killer because i'm you know if you're going to be a serial killer make it interesting well, he does <laughs> later on. I feel you. <laughs> so wait a minute. So now all that shit happens, and then she drives away. And the, the see, the, I love when they do this in horror movies. She's fucking driving. You think she got away, and the clown fucking appears in the back seat. That's fucking awesome. Come on. Yeah, and also, and it did not surprise me because when she got out and she went up to see the person in the other car. That was the. I, that's exactly what I figured was happening there because we didn't see the other car, and so I'm thinking, well, clowns in the backseat now, you know. And that just comes from. Yeah. I, I mean, we all do that. We all do that because we've seen, we know what people do in movies. So it didn't surprise me, but I did like it uh, because to me, 
Like one of my favorite urban legends is the the high beams story. Oh yeah, that's actually true. I think that gangs do that too. That that. I didn't mean to say high beams, although I do like that one too. But the one where the person is flashing their high beams at the girl every time they're behind her and every time, um, like, and they said every time that, like, this guy would pop up in her backseat, they would flash their head, their bright lights at her. So she thought that the person behind her was following her, so she was trying to escape them, but it turns out they were trying to warn her about a guy that was in her backseat. They actually used it in the movie. coming from in the house. You gotta get out. (laughs) <laughs> they actually used it in the movie Urban Legend, too. But um, anyway, um, I like the the idea of something being in your backseat or something hiding under your car, you know, because to me, those are your place. It's like something attacking you in your bed. You know, that's your safe place. You This is your place. I think, you know, you feel kind of, of cut off from the world, you know, and for something to invade that. I think it works. I think it's really creepy. And I have been driving at night many times when I suddenly had to stop and look behind me and make sure there was nothing in the seat behind me because I get the chills all of a sudden. So that works. I think it's great. Okay. So, okay. So one little guffaw, one little thing about the gun. And now you're back in that little scare school. Then they get to the shed and then she locks herself in and then we know what happens next. Did you like that? Because I thought it was fucking sweet. I, I didn't. I thought that visually it was okay. I don't understand it though. Like, where was he coming from? Did he tunnel underneath the the wall? I, where where was he coming from? Well, what do you mean where? <laughs> Fucking thin air, kind of. I well, not thin okay. Air. So solid um, ground. How's that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you question when she was driving and he somehow got ahead of her? And he hit, he was on the side of the road with a circus sign. You didn't say, hey, how did he get there? So well, no, that's true. I mean, so I'm, I'm guessing, am I supposed to be going on? Is the idea here that he is, you know, supernatural? Yeah, he's evil right. as fuck, man. He's he's pulling... And sp- I'm okay with that, because I actually thought that was kind of... It reminded me of... It had sort of a zombie vibe to it, the way he was climbing out of the ground, you know? Yeah. That's okay. Totally, when the hand comes up at first, and then... Oh, man. That's badass. So you're back on board, then. You're okay. Yeah, this one, um, I do feel like it was a little all over the place, but each little thing was kind of cool in its own way. So, And I can even kind of see the appeal of him just suddenly popping up with a gun because nobody expects that, you know. After what you just saw, him just shooting a guy in the face is like, what? But what if he shot you in the face? <laughs> and he shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> in the face. Uh, so, <clears throat> later on, after he climbs out of the ground, I guess he gets her. Then he beats the chick with a chain or something. Then oh. she stabs him in the eye and in the back. She wakes up and uh, she looks down and pig, slut, cunt, <laughs> and whore or something. Bitch. Oh, bitch, are carved into her body. And uh, he cuts her pussy lips off. And what? And they're, they're sitting on something. He did? Yeah. How did I miss that? I know all her limbs were gone. And, she and that's the point where I quit. With the pussy I, lips? I, I walk, the no, end. no, the whole thing. And that's the point where I walk off the job. <laughs> I am just, I, I, that, come on. You can't tell me that that fits with the rest of that story at all. Why no, is he suddenly, limbs? why is he suddenly carving slurs on her body? This is not a torture porn 
It's that. It doesn't make any sense. You give me one good reason. Go. I he wanted to get the daily pig in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good reason besides the daily pig, which is good enough, but it ties in with the first one. Oh yeah. How? I don't know. It had that vibe to it. Uh, like I could see him doing that for the devil, oh. like in that situation. Oh yeah, because the devil's all about body graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like tag that bitch. Well, if I'm not gonna fuck them, you can carve names into them. <laughs> well, come on, man. Call it's... her a jerk off. <laughs> it was torture. They were torturing <laughs> the girls in the first one, right? <laughs> and it came back here. Well, the way she's tied down, she can't even read what they say. So, what does it matter? Like, <laughs> it's for the devil. I told you. <laughs> he was hired to, to, to humor the devil. I'm telling you. But, dude, how would that even impact her, Jamie? If you are sitting there with no legs and arms and asshole and jerk off were carved in you, would you really care about that? No, I think that the first thing on my mind would be the fact that I had no legs and no fucking arms. <laughs> like, seriously, dude, how about some progression here? It's like, you oh, start... dude, you amputated all my limbs, but that moment when you put cunt on my belly, that was it. That is yeah, what's getting to my goat. Now, I want to know why you wrote slut, because I fucked three guys and I'm 26 years old. <laughs> my number is the lowest number of any of my friends I know. <laughs> I am not a slut. <laughs> yeah, this is completely unjustified. But, uh, <laughs> you well... don't know me. You don't know my life. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know my pain. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll, we'll get to my arms and legs later, but this part, <laughs> I think we should discuss this whole cunt thing. <laughs> well, her pussy lips are the word cunt. Now, do you think he wore her pussy lips as a headband? <laughs> I think he uh, used them as his own lips. <laughs> he put them over his lips, sewed them in. Shit. But, right. hey, um, oh, shit. <laughs> what about those weapons on the chain? Did you see how many weapons he had on the fucking chain? It was bad. That was a great weapon you glossed over. It had all these things on the end. It was like a, a kick-ass chain, and it was like a fucking like a Bowie knife version of a chain, except a lot cooler than a Bowie knife because it was all kinds of murder weapons. There was a needle on that fucking thing. There was all kinds of things on the end of that thing. Uh, yeah. You didn't notice that? No, I noticed it. Well, I, I, just, I just don't know what to say about it. It's just an, it's original. I never saw something like that with all these fucking things on it. I feel like I've... I feel like I know they exist, but I don't know why. Okay, how about this? How about the fact that she kills him with a fucking steak knife? <laughs> Did you oh, see yeah. that? Did you see that knife she stuck him with? It was like one of those, you know, the, like a steak knife you'd have in your house with like a wooden handle with those fucking two dots on it? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the two dots. Yeah, you know uh, what I'm talking we're, we're about. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of knife she stabbed him with in the back. <laughs> a real steak knife. But how about... The callback to her stabbing him in the eye, that was sort of a Michael Myers callback. Oh, yeah. With the needle. It was fucking sweet. Right? It wasn't the needle in the eye, or was that... Oh, the coat hanger. Yeah, coat hanger. Yeah. But still, it was fucking cool. It was a bullet in the eye in part two. <laughs> uh, actually, it wasn't, Jamie. Um, I proved. That's right. Yeah, the temple, right? It was shot in the eyebrow area, because... When the blood's running down, you can actually see his eyeball still. You're right. You're correct. Yeah. So that's why, and a lot of people say, "Why is it? Why? How come you could see in part four? It doesn't make any sense. Will his eyes grow back?" And no, she just didn't hit him in the eye. Okay. How about so the phone call she made when she was driving. Who'd she call? She called the girl. She called the, the babysitter. 
Aha. Why are you asking us? We saw the rest of the movie. What? <laughs> in, the, in the context of the of that story, she made that phone call. Now, what do you guys think about that? Was that awesome? You know, that reminds me of a really cool Tales from the Dark Side episode. Where... Reminds me of The Ring. Oh, what's to come, you mean? The Tales from the Dark Side episode? No, The Ring. What reminds you of The Ring? What's to come with art? Is that what you're saying? Oh, um, it reminds me... Well, because... It kind of had this whole, if you watch it, then you become a part of it kind of thing. You know, oh, wow. cause at the end of the at the end of the tape, suddenly the babysitter appears on the tape. So it's like her story is going to be the next on the tape. So anybody who watches it after that will then see the babysitter part and then their part will be on the end of it. You know, it'll just keep going, adding on. But what doesn't make sense about that to me is how her friend ended up on that tape because what? That didn't make any sense, you what know. Friend? So, the friend who called her, the one from the third story. Why would she be on the on the tape? That's what she was. We watched her story. She was the one in the car. And remember, after all that, the after Are you the fucking story, serious? What? After the third what? story, she gets a phone call, and the girl's like, um, and the girl's screaming, and she's like, "Deb, Somebody Deb, what's me. wrong?" And she's like, "Some, you know, he's trying to kill me." And then, and then. She realizes that that's the conversation from the movie she just watched. I did. And then yeah. suddenly she's look, she looks on the TV and she's on the TV. So it's like her story is then being added to it. Wait a minute. So you think the girl that was in the third chapter, she was actually watching this story. The girl that she's supposed to supposedly meet out for drinks when she gets home. You think that's the same girl in real life that she's watching a movie? She about? would have recognized yeah. her. Right. Wouldn't you say, hey, why is my friend being pursued by a right. clown? I agree. The fucking thing oh, off. that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, I just thought I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool that she made a phone call in it and then when she answered the phone, she was like, What is this? And it took her time to realize that it okay, was Okay, the well then phone. then okay, then that doesn't really doesn't make any sense. Unless it was unless it somehow connects to whomever has the tape. Yeah. If that's just a coincidence, then that's even more bullshit than anything else that has happened. Because how is she going to coincidentally call by accident the person who just happens to be in possession of the tape that has her story on it where she's being chased by this fucking crap? It's cool. They're fucking with her. I think it's, it's not cool. It's stupid. No, it's it's, it's really breaking cool. the fourth wall. Yeah. It's, the, literally. The fucking clown does it. And, and, and oh my gosh, I can't believe. See, it. I was trying to give this. I was trying to give it credit, but apparently, I was giving it more credit than it deserves because oh I was trying. I tried to make it work and make it kind of cool and interesting and make it seem like that they that that they were intertwined. But if it's just random, then they get no credit for that. You don't it's get credit for random. Come on, that's scary. Imagine if you watched a fucking horror movie and the same phone call that happened in the horror movie and you're all alone being spooked all night. You pick up the phone and you hear the same shit you just saw in a movie. That's not fucking scary that's shit. awesome. Wow. Tell me what the odds are, though. It that's doesn't... why it's scary. Because you know it's supernatural. Wouldn't that freak you the fuck out if you're watching Nightmare on Elm Street the first time and the phone rings and this is, I'm your boyfriend now, Jamie, or some right. shit. You and know? nobody knows you're watching that movie? That would freak you the fuck out. I would assume if that were to happen, I would actually assume it was one of you guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but how you, would you know that we know you're watching it? Well, because you always end up connecting somehow to whatever I'm watching. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's different. We have those meant-to-be people. Exactly. Have that. Exactly. All right, 
So anyway, so like you said, Art looks from her in the TV. He's on the couch behind her, but when she turns around, she can't see him for some reason. Awesome. And I like that. You do like it, because it is kind of weird. You can only see him through the TV. Okay, I'll buy that. She breaks the VHS. Hey, did you guys see the alien earlier on in the movie? After the first one, out of the corner of her eye, she, she thought the little boy was running up the stairs, but it was the alien from the second story? No. I saw something, but I just assumed it was the clown. I didn't... Yeah, it was the alien. It was the alien, and then I just it happened so quick that I rewound it to see, and when I stopped it, I luckily just by chance okay well then and saw it okay now since you mentioned that and i meant and i failed to notice that the first time that is my fault i and so now i will give them credit for the for including her in the third one because apparently what is happening is that all the stories are bleeding into her actual life yeah it's so that's catching up Except for the first one. I don't understand how the first one fits. Or I don't know where... Except for the clown. Yep, the clown. That's all you need because that's... But, um... Yeah. yeah. Then the phone call thing is kind of cool because it means that each, you know, each of those stories are, you know, working their way into reality in one way or another. So that's kind of neat. I will give you that. All right. See? Not so... All right. Yeah, maybe more thought and more viewings are a helpful thing to this movie. I think at first watch, we we blow it off as a typical new horror movie that's not bringing anything to the table. And I think if we give it a, a some more thought and views and stuff like that, I think it definitely benefits in that way. In some ways, yes, but I still don't think that the vignettes themselves are... And are compelling enough for repeat viewing. Like I just don't care to watch them again. But wow, I'll watch this every fucking. But the, I I liked the wraparound. To me, the yes. wraparound was the only part about this that I really liked. You know, and which is unusual. Usually, it's the other way around. You know, like um, right. like if I'm watching uh, like with the VHS movies, it's like this the last one especially VHS viral. I hated uh. the wraparound story. Um, and I only liked two or three stories, kind of, but, um, <laughs> the, um, but the fact that the wraparound is really the only thing I absolutely like about this one to me is interesting, but, and it's very Halloween atmosphere, Halloweeny, you know, that's, I think it is. I think it is. And the ending, wow. you know what they call a hot dog with nothing in the middle? I just said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That was in that book I had when I was a kid, the one we keep... Yeah, the two bad jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the one with the rough frog in a blender. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the ending. So she goes upstairs. Art, the clown, is fucking with her, like, you know, ent- enticing her to go upstairs or something. And she goes up there. And the two kids, uh, they're decapitated. Their heads are just sitting in the bed. She starts screaming. With that ending and everything... This movie, to me, it feels like a subtle entry in the horror world, but it was sort of solid, and it it had. I feel like this movie hasn't reached its potential. I feel like there's something more that could be done here, right? You think? Yeah, I, I agree with that. A bigger budget. That's what I. I really feel like you can see the scenes. 
you know i mean to me it feels like this movie it feels it feels like exactly what it was that these were all stories made at different times and then stitched together forcefully and i just don't feel like there's an organic flow to it i don't i don't think that they don't all seem to fit together naturally it seems like they were you know manufactured so how about this idea now dave said this was recorded when dave 2008 the first one yeah the first was eight the second was 11 jamie does this suffer from being held in the vaults because a lot of the familiarity came since 2008 i think so if they got on this a little quicker do you feel that you would feel different about this had it been released in 2008 11 area I don't know. I mean, because the, uh, well, the Satan story has, that's age old. That's, you know, that wouldn't have been blown. Mind blowing even then, right? Uh, no. Um, the alien one, I mean, that's. That would be before VHS. That's true. But I mean, aliens have been around for a long time. Alien stories have been around for a long time. And to me, the weakest part about that story is still how they slapped the clown in there. It is just, <laughs> that is ridiculous and I will never forget them for that um, <laughs> so I don't know if that would have helped at all I think maybe if they had been done closer together it maybe it wouldn't have felt so disjointed if the original intent was to make a one complete film with these various different stories and rather than them being put together as an afterthought um, maybe it would have been better. But I just really feel like it shows that it was put together as an afterthought. And I didn't even I didn't even know that until Dave mentioned it earlier, but it felt that way the whole time. And so when he said that, I'm like, well, there you go. It completely explains everything. It explains my feelings. Nice. See what I can do. All right. Well, there you go, guys. That's all Hollow's Eve. Uh, do we rate the final story or no? Uh, the final one, the hitchhiker, or not hitchhiker. It just feels like one of those, but uh, the the driving one. Um, Thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, I give that like a 3.5. What do you guys think? I give it a 4. I really like it. I'll say 3.5 just because I liked some of the gore sequences in that. I think it was, um, I think that was pretty cool in some part. And, and it had a couple of scary moments, even though not still not original. Still not original. They work. Okay. So the overall movie, Netflix ratings. Uh, Dave, overall, what do you think of this movie? Overall, um, I, I quite enjoyed it. I wish it had a bigger budget. I really do. I, I think the budget hurt it. But it's good. It's something I'll watch every year on Halloween time. Yeah? It has, yeah, yeah. It has a nice atmosphere. I really like the wraparound. It's great. And how often do you say that? Not very often at all. I always say the reach around's great. Oh well, yeah, that too. Yeah, I always say that. But th- th- so they're both they both work out well here. Um, okay, so three three point five something like that. Yeah, and how about the end? I mean, what any time you kill kids or you kill pets in a movie, it boosted up for me immediately. Love that kids. shit. Kids, yeah. kids and pets, anything innocent, fucking kill them. It's great. But um, you know, yeah, I, you were right. Three and a half. That's what I gave it. Okay. Jamie Jenkins does. The movie as a whole come through for you where some vignettes have not. Oh, well, here's the interesting thing. <laughs> um, 
the sum of the parts are not equal to the whole. Uh, oddly, uh, even though I said that the wraparound to me was the strongest part, and so that should be thrown in here, they should also get some points for killing kids because that always gives points for me. Not the pet thing, but kids. I, I don't like seeing animals get killed, but I love watching kids get killed. So there's that. But because um, <laughs> kids could be assholes, animals unless unless they talk, they're assholes. They're not. You know, animals are just good. They're they're all good. <laughs> um, what I have to do then is I have to to have to rate the whole thing as an entire experience, really. Right. And then when I look at the entire thing as an overall experience, I can't go any higher than a two. What? Because yeah, because mainly there were there were just too many times throughout when I wanted it to be over. I wanted to just to hurry up and be over, and that's a bad thing. Were you wondering why we were reviewing this for the show? No, I knew why because it was Halloween, and I mean you know, <laughs> and this is one that I've been wanting to see for a while. So I'm I was definitely glad to have watched it, but I. It's not going to be making my regular rotation. That's really? For sure. You think you're done, one and done? Um, I may give it another shot somewhere down the line because I like to do that sometimes just to see, you know, if something changes. But it's not going to be up there with trick or treat. No fucking way. No. Oh, I got something to. I got something to add about how All Hallows Eve. So I we'll add- be back after this with. Uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap the show. Okay, Dave. No, listen, I actually watched this movie last year on Halloween night. And it was my second view. The first time I watched it by myself. The second time on Halloween night, instead of watching Halloween 78 like I always do, followed by part two, I watched fucking All Hallows Eve instead. How fucked up is that? Wait, so you broke your Halloween tradition? I'll tell you why. My friend, who I uh, I always hang out on Halloween, uh, I said we're gonna watch Halloween. He goes, let's let's do something different this year. Yeah, instead. enough already with the goddamn. We know it's great. What else is there? That's what he said. I go, well, I got some <laughs> other Halloween movies that are newer. He goes, put this in. Yeah, All Hallows Eve. So we watched it, and then we, then I watched Part Two after uh, Halloween Two, and then November first, I watched fucking Halloween. Yeah, first time ever. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? I'm I'm proud to say I have only watched the movie Halloween. Once a year, in October, at any point of October, since 2005. Thank you very much. And actually, it was a couple years I missed it. I think I missed it two years in a row, which made it three full years that I never saw the movie. Yeah, no, I'm back on track. I think I watched it the last two years. Uh, And I did watch it this year, so I'm good. All right, guys, so we'll be right back with some more spooky Halloween stuff. We'll be right back. I'm young. Finally back. That was an hour and eighteen minutes of a review of All Hallows Eve. Wow, that's almost as long as the movie. <laughs> yeah, how does this happen? Hey, it was fun. I mean, it wasn't yeah, a three and a half that. hour of, of, of uh, we did a three and a half hour of the Friday the Thirteenth, didn't we? So <laughs> <laughs> we 
can't stop saying that. Oh, yeah, shit. We should only say Halloween right now. <laughs> Halloween. So, what What are... Let's real quick. Uh, can you guys come up with five of your favorite Halloween, like, movies that you watch during Halloween? You know, if you could do five, maybe just three. You know, but of course, let's leave the Halloween movies out of it. That's three of them right there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, it sure is. <laughs> Halloween one, two, and seven. Trick or Treat is always in my rotation. So that's yep. a new one that's staying in there. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. That one has made permanent status in my rotation. And I want to say I added something else last year, and I can't Oh, um, the, the uh, Halloween special, the WNUF Halloween special. Love yes. it. Have you heard the Banana Laser show about that? No, I didn't know you guys did that. Oh, oh, you must. The WTF Halloween special. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's like one of our best shows. Oh, man. I am so behind and all mixed up, but... um. Yeah, I definitely will. No, you're not behind. It was uh, a year ago we did. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Dave, she should probably listen to us first and then rewatch, right? Because then she'll think of things we said. Yes. Yeah. That's a good idea. I would, too. That is an excellent idea. Well, I will listen to that right away. Yeah. Even though Halloween is, is here now. Uh, maybe you could have some like residual effects of Halloween and throw that in there. <laughs> if I if I had it my way, it would be Halloween all year long. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, how about this, guys? Would you? It, now, I don't know if you know this, but the movie Trick or Treats came to <laughs> Blu-ray this year. I know. <laughs> Did you know that? The Gene Simmons one? No, no. Not see. I was just. It's funny you mentioned that, Alex, because I was just. Oh, about you said to- Trick or Treats. Yes. Treats. I was going to ask Jamie if, speaking of the Banana Laser shows, if she was a fan of Trick or Treat or Trick or Treats as well, because those were the other two we did last year. Yeah, Trick or Treat is, um, that's also a definite in my rotation. Oh, and you know what? Thanks to Banana Laser, I now will add Hacko Lantern. Yes. Uh, So you're talking about (laughs) Trick or Treat. Now, Jamie, you mean Trick or Treat with Sammy Kerr? Yes. Wow. I just watched that last night. It's fun, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, you know how we said that it goes on way too long. <laughs> like it should have sort of ended right around the dance and stuff, and that should have been the big climax. I had to break it up. I couldn't watch it all in one sitting. So it, that actually, you know, it didn't really occur to me this time around. Nice, nice. I was well, just I'm... kidding about Hack a Lantern. By the way, I will not be adding that to my rotation. <laughs> that movie's awful. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You guys did a commentary on Banana Laser. <laughs> we did. It yeah. was fun to do the commentary, but I don't know if I could just watch it, watch it. No, but I can watch the commentary. That's what I think I'll do. Because I haven't heard it since that night, so. Oh, yeah, well, it's Hoot. <laughs> For anyone out there, out there who hasn't seen it yet, I will warn you that um, at least when it was first released, I haven't watched it since it was first released, but the audio was kind of off. And uh, there was like a delay. And the... Uh, it, not with our audio, but with the film audio. The the video and the audio didn't quite sync up, and I don't know. I don't know what Matt did. It was clearly his fault. Uh-oh, who um, produced, but... Oh, who produced? Oh, I didn't produce it. That's what happened. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was Matt. Yep. Yeah, but you know what? Um, I haven't watched it since that, and I remember Jamie saying something about the sound. So maybe that's why I didn't rush to watch it, but. All I know is I was really, really drunk. The drunkest I've ever been on any podcast ever. So 
Um, I'm looking forward to to watching it. I think we were all drunk. At least I don't it know. was. It was fun. There were some great scenes of Dave eating chips. <laughs> um, you can hear Dave eating chips in the background. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what the? It was, but it was really funny though. Like it was, and um, it was sort of an off the cuff thing when we did it, and none of us had ever seen it before. So everything that we said was completely. Um, well, actually, Dave, had you seen it before? Yeah, I, I know I, I, I had. That's why I wanted. To okay, do it. okay. I knew I know Matt hadn't, and I hadn't. But um, so everything we said was completely just spur of the moment because we we had no idea what was coming. So um, plus, you know, mix a little alcohol in there, and it was a fun time. Somebody said something. Someone listened to the um, one of our commentaries. And someone said, hey, you guys should do a commentary on monster movies. Or I don't know what the fuck he said. And I go, that would be cool, except none of us have seen these monster movies. So if we do it, I think when you do a commentary, you want it to be something you've already seen. So you have something to say. Otherwise, you're just sitting there watching the movie, trying to, you know, pick up the plot and, you know, hear what the fuck they're saying. And it wouldn't be such a good show. Right, exactly. So if you guys pull out a good show, you're a better man than me because I couldn't do it. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, well, I want to see what's happening, but, but yeah, but back to like what we do. If you take out the Halloween movies, I definitely tried to watch a couple of those Universal classics. But the thing that's the mainstay, and this has been going on since I was fourteen or fifteen, that probably thirteen or fourteen or fifteen, was um, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. I have to watch almost every single one of them. I have to watch at least ninety percent of them every through all of October starting October 1st I go I try to watch one or two a night that usually doesn't happen so then I marathon it a couple times you know a couple nights of the October and that has to happen every every year I watch the new one whatever the new one is I watch it yeah 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 I'm the same and if I happen to catch some of the older ones I will but I just mainly set out to watch the new one well now that that channel is out the FXX and they got the Simpsons like four hour blocks it's easy to watch the Treehouse of Horror uh, now probably because <clears throat> they probably have like you know a bunch in a row and you could DVR all of them and then just zip through and uh, <clears throat> as far as movies since it's on Blu-ray I'll probably check out Trick or Treats <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> only because Mike hooked me up with it <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> I don't think I'll ever watch it again I don't know maybe I will just for memories of the show yeah right I'm really nostalgic about some of those um, banana laser Halloween things that we did, like WNUF and stuff. So I'll probably check that out again, too. I think I still have that. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's hard to find still. You would think by now that they would put it out. But it's like they make it fucking hard to find. It's weird. If you're talking about Halloween-related movies, I would say that I, I always watch um, I always, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, and that's on blue now too. Right? Oh, is that the one where um, that's the one with the like the hillbilly guys with the little girl and they think he's raping her? Yeah, that's on Blu-ray. Yeah, I think so. I think Scream Factory put it out last year. What? Yeah, because I had like a yeah, they did. We've got I think it. Are you? I think you're mixing something up because the Scarecrow thing did come out, but it wasn't that one. No, no, it's oh, Dark Knight. Yep. Hey, Brian, didn't Dark Knight and the Scarecrow come out on Blu-ray? Scarecrows also did. I know what you're saying, Alex. The movie Scarecrows from the 80s. Uh, that came out maybe like three months ago. But I, I, I want to say last October, Dark Knight came out. 
Okay, it did come out year before it. It's not Scream Factory. Yeah, here it is. $38. Wow. Holy shit. No, new and used from eight ninety nine and up. Okay, there you go. You know what else I watch? I watch May. You know that movie with Angela Bettis? I love that movie. It's great, isn't it? That's a Halloween movie? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, it does actually. Yes. It does actually take place on Halloween. I totally forgot about that. But, um, okay, back when I first started doing written reviews... Well, not when I first started, but I had only been doing it a short while. I was perusing my local video store. That's how long ago it was. And um, there was this, uh, I was walking through down the aisles of the horror section, you know, looking for something to review. And this really cute guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, do you like scary movies? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, have you ever seen this? And he pulls out May. And I said, no. And he's like, well, you need to watch this. And so then I took it, went home and reviewed it. I was blown away. It's so good. Brian can't hear you, right? Yeah, if he wanted to, but he's plugged into something else. I don't know. He's listening to podcasts or something. Oh, okay. I was wondering why you're telling the story. <laughs> I think he knows the story. He's not a listener, is he? <laughs> no, he hates this show. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> well, then he's right. That's par for the course. That's pretty much everybody. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everyone, don't, please don't believe me. <laughs> I have May. I should watch it, huh? Dude. Yeah, it's really good. I told you to watch it last year when I, when we were doing all those shows for Banana Laser. When I was saying, watch this, don't watch this. Remember I made all them fucking movies that I watched? Jeremy Sisto. That's my favorite Jeremy Sisto performance, too. He's I think really- that's the only thing I've ever seen with him in it. I don't wrong know. turn. He's in wrong turn. Is he really? Shit. Okay. Jesus, Dave. I've seen People it. think that you are you know what you're talking about here. Uh, it's been a long time, man. Damn it. Now they know you're just like me. Oh, that reminds me. This girl comes in to my work the other day, and I said, has anyone ever told you? And I was like, I've been trying to, rem- to, re- to, God damn it. I've been trying to think about who you remind me of, and it just hit me. I said, has anyone ever told you you look like Eliza Dushku? And she's like, who? And I was like, <laughs> Eliza Dushku? She's like, is she a singer? I'm like, No. And I said, um, I was like, wrong turn? She's like, no. I'm like, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, bring it on? <laughs> like, no. She's like, what, you want to fight? No, no, the movie, bring it on. <laughs> I was like, just go home and look it up. You know, but she looked exactly like her. But I was like, God, is she really? I mean, I mean, the girl was was young. She's probably high school age. But I'm like, God, is it is Eliza Dushku really that irrelevant that a high school student doesn't <laughs> know who she is? Like, how old am I? You know, Jamie, a similar thing happened to me. Somebody walked up to me and said, you know, you look like a lousy douchebag. And I said... <laughs> I said, who? <laughs> I said, who's that? Oh, wrong turn. Is he turn. a singer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Kanye. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lousy douchebag. Kanye West. I look like Kanye West. Oh, fuck. A little droopier around the eyes, I think. Yeah, retard. It's the retard in me. So, um... Murder party. Murder party. Oh, murder just, party, yes. just want to say that, yeah. He, he, he's like got Tourette's. He just sometimes says murder party for everything. <laughs> fuck, murder party, fuck. <laughs> Shit, bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mad so, monster party. Yeah, monster party, yeah. That's one I watch. Odie, will you stop guarding me? There's nothing to be frightened of. These are kids just like us who are out trick-or-treating for candy. Just like us. Look. <laughs> See? A kid. Ow! <laughs> See? I'm no scaredy cat. I may be lazy, I may be fat, 
I don't do laps and I do not chat. I may be selfish, yeah, and all of that, but the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. I may be bossy, I may lack grace, I don't do sit-ups to trim my waist. I may be thoughtless, yeah, and all of that, but the one thing I'm not is a scaredy cat. Okay, so we got into what we watched besides the classic Halloween movies. Now, what does Halloween really mean to you guys? You know, why is it special to you? How do you recreate, and are you capable of recreating that special thing every year? Does it ever feel fake to you when you try? Or is, do you always seem to hit some stride in October? How does this work for you? You know, there have actually been a couple of years when I felt like I was trying to force it. And it really just depends on what else is going on in my life. Um, if, like, if I was having a particularly bad year, right, and, and, like embroiled in some weird emotional thing, you know, it had nothing to do with it. And if I tried to force the holiday, there have been times when I felt, and when I thought, you know, you're forcing it. Right. But for the majority of it, of my life, it's just a natural thing, and it automatically perks me up. Whenever fall comes around and the temperatures start getting cooler and the air is crisp and it smells like leaves. Um, and you can smell people burning fires and um, as opposed to burning things other than fire. But I mean, like, <laughs> you can smell people burning bodies. Um, it just it I, I feel like I come alive at that time of year and I just I'm happy all the time. And I have a lot of Halloween jewelry that I wear, like a lot of Halloween earrings and stuff. So I get. Um, I get really into it, and I always decorate the house to the hilt. I usually um, have a Halloween party, a costume party. And um, one thing I make sure that I have to do every single year is I have to carve a jack-o'-lantern, and I have to roast the pumpkin seeds when I do it. Do you ever attempt to make pumpkin pie out of that pumpkin shit that comes out? Yeah, that doesn't really work. Yeah, I can't imagine that working. There are there are specific pumpkins that are better for pumpkin pie and some that are better for jack-o'-lanterns. So, but it's just it it always brings me back to when I was a kid and I have these really fond memories, which is why I love the movie Trick or Treat so much because it's very nostalgic. It just uh, I don't know, it just takes me back right away, but you know, and when I was a kid, I remember wearing those got all vinyl costumes that split in the crotch by the end of the night and you've got the mask on with the rubber band that breaks before you get home and then it's all wet on the inside from yeah. breathing and the holes are so small and um Gee, it sounds like a great holiday yeah it's fantastic <laughs> and then you get home and you dump out all your candy and when i was a kid we never got to keep any three musketeers or kit kats which actually, when we were talking about All Hallows Eve, when I was watching that the other night, that kind of cracked me up when the parent in the first story, when the parents like took all the candy. Um, it, it made me think of when I was a kid because my mom liked Kit Kats and my stepdad liked Three Musketeers. And so we had to fork those over first thing. Like we never I was probably a teenager before I even tasted a Kit Kat because Wow. It was they was automatically went to my mom, and then wow. the tears went to my dad, and then we got to trade with each other, like the other kids, whatever we didn't want or what we did want, and then you know you're eating on Halloween candy until like Christmas. Um, it, it just 
Oh, and we would get those trick or treat bags from um, from the local businesses, and they would you know they would be plastic, and they'd have yeah. all the local businesses printed on them. And then if by the end of the night it'd be so heavy that the little that the little handle would like try to break off. And um, I remember one year I was trick or treating, and my stepbrother was dressed as Frankenstein's monster. And we ran into another kid, like an older kid, who was dressed as Frankenstein's monster. Only his was like a really nice costume, and my brother's was like a you know a plastic face costume. And I was dressed as a werewolf that year. I got to pick my costume. I was in the first grade. I got to pick my costume for the first time without my parents deciding what I was going to be. And I was like, I'm going to be a werewolf. And this kid, this older kid accosted me for my candy. Like he was going to try to snatch my bag. And I remember my brother who was like two feet shorter than him. Like he was just like, he stepped up and he's like, get away from her. And it was so funny. It just it sticks in my brain because it was a giant Frankenstein's monster. Um, of course I was in the first grade, so he probably wasn't all that giant. And then a smaller Frankenstein's monster kind of going head to head. Yeah, it was one guy who was five foot six. The other one was four or eleven. Right. <laughs> These are giants. But that was always a fond memory for me because my, you know, my brother stuck up for me, um, and so I just all those memories kind of come flooding back. I did the same thing one time. Uh, somebody stole uh, my sister's candy, like the bag. They ran from behind her, grabbed it, and kept running forward. And I actually have tape of of what I said that day when I was sticking up for her. They 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 grabbed it, took off, and ran. And this is audio of, of me that that Halloween night. Here it is. What the fucking asshole! I'm gonna nail every one of those bastards. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I'm gonna nail them. <laughs> See that? And I I'm a good brother. You are. <laughs> and did you guys have the story of the white van? Or the blue van, uh, depending on where you were, that's like you, uh, the that would drive around and snatch kids, so you had to be careful. Because back then we would go trick or treating by ourselves. I think pretty much most parents take their kids out now. But I wasn't worried about that, Jamie, because I am that guy. Oh, I was on the lookout for you, and I didn't even know it. That's right. Man, How about you, Dave? I'll tell you what. All the same questions. Oh, okay. Well, well, no, it's never fake. It's just natural. It's just. I don't know. I feel the way about it the way most feel the mo- the way most people feel about Christmas to this day. You know, like when I was a kid, Christmas was awesome and Halloween was awesome too, and they're both magical in different ways. But as I got older, Christmas kind of lost its magic. Christmas to me is for kids. You know, it's all about the kids giving presents, Santa, this and that. It's 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 all kid stuff. Where Halloween, and I know I'm wrong when I say it because Halloween is kid stuff too. But that I didn't outgrow it. I'm I'm still into it, and it's probably because of, of the whole horror thing. And you know, yeah, pro- the, yeah, the movies probably keep it alive, really, for us. Yeah, but you can't. That night still feels magical. Like I still get that feeling now that I got when I was like twelve, thirteen years old. You know, you know. Oh yeah. I don't necessarily feel particularly different on Halloween night compared to just my overall October experience. Well, if that makes sense, like it does to a degree. It's not that I'm wait. I'm never waiting for that one night or anything like that. Like that one night, believe it or not, is not as important to me as the entire month and what I've created with that. If that makes sense. 
I think that comes with with getting older, you know, because as a kid, you're just it's like Christmas morning. You know, when you're a kid, it's like Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming, you know. Um, and then, you know, with Halloween is coming, you're you know, you're going to dress up. You know, you're going to go trick or treating and you only do that one night. I start decorating early. You start getting in the mood early. You know, it's coming. It's like you have the ability to think that far ahead. You know, when as a kid, it may not hit home like that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. And I eat the the Halloween donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. <clears throat> I drink the spiced coffee, which I barely, I don't drink coffee really. And, um, monster cereals. Yeah. Things like that. I'll, I'll actually eat my three favorite candies, which is Reese's peanut butter cups, Snickers and Kit Kat. Like I'll actually buy my own bag and just eat those throughout the month. Um, to just stretch it for the whole month. And then I watch these horror movies all month. I really focus on it. And the classics, which really make me feel like that. And the Simpsons thing all month. And I think the reason that Halloween night is not as important to me as the month of October is because I found a way to stretch, like, one day into the entire month. Like, I think most people do. But I think the difference that, the reason it doesn't matter that much to me about the exact night is because when you're a kid... You're only really thinking of Halloween so you can go out and get this candy because, you you know, your parents aren't buying it for you all year. You have no money to buy it yourself all year. So that's the only time you can get it. And it's just it's sort of singled out to one night. But as you get older, now you get to create your own life and you're more in control of what goes on in your life. Now I go to hay rides. We go to pumpkin patch thing we go to haunted houses i do so much through all of october six flags great adventure fright fest all that type of stuff that it that one night is really sort of insignificant it's not about one day anymore it is the end that's the issue is that that's the only thing right right that's the only thing now i'm with you on on the whole month thing and I'm, i'm i'm sick about the whole month to the point that like i won't even do anything hollywood related at all until october the 1st I love decorating. I love watching the movies. I love doing everything Halloween, but I count down to October. A lot of people say, oh, it's 43 days to Halloween. I say, oh, wow, it's 13 days till October. It's all about the whole month, but I'm like really strict about it. Like I can't do anything until – because it will – I don't know. I, I, I like October just to be that month reserved just for Halloween. I, like in the middle of September, I can't do anything. I, I won't fucking do anything. Pumpkin, oh, I'll no. decorate. Nothing. I won't talk about Halloween. Nothing. Soon as October first hit, because to me September is football. August is summer. September is football. October is Halloween. That's what makes me happy for those months, you know. So soon as October first hits, boom! I start watching movies like Man. I start doing this, that. Halloween night is amazing. It's an amazing feeling. Even now, I still go trick or treating because I take my daughter. So I'm happy. I still dress up. See, I don't get to do that. I know that's that's one of the great things about being a parent is that I can still do that shit and be excited i take her with me and i also love coming home afterwards because i do the same thing as jamie with the pumpkin seeds and i always watch halloween i eat pumpkin seeds while i'm watching it and i'll even say this i won't even eat candy at all the whole month of october until halloween night i save it just for that night wow yeah i'm fucking i'm I'm sick about that shit i don't eat candy all year and i save it for october and don't get me don't get me wrong i don't sit there and munch you know 50,000 zillion calories of candy or anything all, all month. I'm just saying, you know, I just, I, I have like one or two pieces each day if I could remember that. And if I don't, I don't. It's no big deal. Yeah, Halloween night, yeah, definitely still special. It's just not as significant as the whole month. Like, and that's why I used to get a lot of shit from people that I, especially Michael J., 
that I only watch the Halloween movies, you know, the real Halloween movies, um, in October. And that's because I don't do it. The rest of the year is not for that. And I've already went through the phase when I was younger of watching them whenever I had the, you know, the urge. And I'm kind of done. You know, I've seen them all so many times. It's not really necessary to rewatch them in any way. So to, to make them a part of a special time of year, there's nothing better than that. You know, to, to watch a Halloween movie in in March is just as odd to me as watching a like uh, a Christmas story or Christmas vacation in July. It just doesn't. There's no point. It doesn't fit. And I don't see any reason to do it. And there's so much more to watch that, yeah, I'm totally cool with keeping these things in October. And it makes them special again. It, it brings that amazing feeling and that familiarity. Once I hear those sounds and see those images, that's what I want to my October to be. You know what I mean? So I love that I that I exclude it to just that month. I'm with you. I only watch Halloween movies in, in Halloween. Uh, Jamie, are you the same way or you watch them all year? You know, I used to watch them at various times throughout the year as well as on um, Halloween until I met Alex. And then um, Alex was, he's very adamant about only watching Halloween films and Halloween. And I thought, you know, that makes total sense and it makes them that much more special. So wow. I have stopped within the last few years because of Alex. Wow. wow. Nice. I made a change. Wow, exactly. It, what the f- And I've always been that way. For years, Alex. I'd say at least 10 years. Yeah, exactly 10 for me, too. 2005. Yeah, dude, at least. At least that. I've only watched them in October. And it's I, I never, ever miss Halloween 1, 2, and 3. Those are fucking staples. And I'll throw on something else, right. probably. Right, pretty much now, H2 is my fourth favorite, so I'll watch that now. But nothing else is guaranteed but those three. But I'm the know. same way. Now, Jamie... Now, now you can uh, attest to the the theory of it all. Do you, how do you feel your experience it, with those movies? Is it enhanced, or, or do you feel like you're missing out on something by doing this? No, I think it's definitely enhanced. For one, it makes me it, it makes them feel special. It makes that time of year special because it gives me something to look forward to, and. You know, I have so many other things that I watch the rest of the year that I don't miss them throughout the year. And then when it comes time to start watching them, I get really excited. So I think it definitely has heightened the experience for me. Wow, see? Yeah, I mean, that's totally what happened, you know? And I don't remember what made me, how this occurred to me in 2005, but I think I just remember saying that I'm just going to watch Halloween on Halloween night. Yeah, stuff like that. I think it started there, and then I eventually brought all the movies into October. So wow, that's that's so cool. It's the way to go. It's a great feeling, isn't it? I fucking oh, it's so amazing. I can't. I, it's been great all month to to relive and rewatch those again, and watch Tom Atkins in the hospital again. And you know, the only thing you can do, like if you're really, really withdrawing from Halloween, the only thing I would do is watch one of one or two of them more than once in October. And, and that's about it. Otherwise, it's a one-year thing. And, yeah, I can't wait every year to get back into it. It's so great. It's amazing. And to me, there's nothing like that feeling of watching Halloween 1 on Halloween night. Because it's always, like, late in the evening at, like, 10 o'clock. I'll start it. You know, it's dark and, you know, I'm by myself. Or maybe with one of them. Either my wife if she's around or a friend. But watching it late at night and putting that in. And then when the, as soon as that movie ends and the way it ends and the credits uh. roll. What a fucking feeling. It's like... 
you can't duplicate that. Like, there's no feeling in the world that I could think of as far as, far as movie watching that compares to watching Halloween on Halloween night. No. And that's saying something. I mean, shit. I disputed that once and said watching some of the Fridays on Friday 13th, like part 1, 2, 3, and 4 on a Friday 13th. That actually is an amazing experience for me also. Mm-hmm. So those those pretty much go hand in hand. Like those two are the two tops to do around the holidays. But yeah, when Halloween ends and you just hear the breathing and then it just gets to the door and then it just turns off, you just feel like you watched a masterpiece. Yep. And I guess you did. I'll see. And, and, th- and that's why, you know, w- luckily uh, you and Matt were nice enough to let us collaborate this October and bring the Halloween retrospective you did over to the Skeleton Crew feed to let everybody know what's up and how great that is. And if you missed it, you got to hear it. We remastered, re-edited it, and reproduced it. And it was like the best possible thing we could have given you in October because, you know, we're all, you know, I'm, I, I was away on business for my job all of October. Uh, got a wedding coming up and house purchasing coming up and stuff like that. And uh, there's just, there was no time. I couldn't produce. I couldn't do what I really would like to do. And we just did that type of thing ahead of time. And plus, we were on the break for a while, so we just didn't get together because we just needed time off for after three years, you know? So that that was the best thing we could have given people. And luckily, a lot of people really enjoyed it, so that's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's, it's something else that's great now in my life and in all of our lives about October is the podcast, right? Right. Like, yeah. like literally, I I'll probably listen to that every year of my life. Just I'll probably either before or after I watch the movies, I'll put that on. I listen to them. I listen to the crew ones. I fucking I love it. I love that shit. You know, it, it go, it's right up there with the movies. So when I'm in my car, I'm usually listening to you know any Halloween related podcast in the in this group of podcasts that we're talking about. It's yeah, great. and they become. It's weird. They've a lot of the ones that we've done in in that time of year have become like classic isn't that something it's great you can't beat the Tom Atkins show uh, the Halloween movie awards awesome. is always an experience you know you lay in bed and put that awesome. on at night the curse of Michael J oh, awesome the, uh, <clears throat> we did a, the classic horror movies that I know Jamie loved doing that you know because nobody else really does those movies so it was really a treat for the both of us because me and her love those movies to do that I know. Oh, last year was the uh, Skeleton Crew's uh, final show, <laughs> the 100th right. show, right? That's <laughs> yeah. right, yes. But we did commentaries. We did a bunch of them. We did, oh, yeah. Remember, we did the Halloween 5 commentary, Skeleton Crew, and Banana Leisure, we did the Trick or Treat. Right, and then we did the Halloween 2 Skeleton Crew the first year. Y- yeah, the year before. TV cut. And a lot of those are just like instant classic shows. So there's, those are things you could repeat every October, too. Yeah, there's like something about October has a lot of rewatch value. <laughs> Between the Simpsons, Treehouse of Horrors, our podcast, those movies, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, man, it's great. And, and the candy, uh, the night the night when it comes, getting because uh, my daughter doesn't eat that much. She's, you know, she gets a whole <laughs> bunch of candy, and then she eats like 25% of it. And then she'll put it away, and we'll sit there for months. So I, I end up eating a half her candy because I know she's not going to eat it. So there it is. I get her candy, and then I get candy from my mother's house and stuff. She passes out. And me, I'm that guy that, that gives, like, way too much. Like, I give full-size candy bars out to the trick-or-treaters, you know? And fucking, yeah. Yeah, I, I spend, like, fucking 30, 40 bucks, even though, whatever. 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, because I remember when I was a kid, if I went to somebody's house and they gave me a full-size candy bar, how happy it made me. So, I'm like Santa Yeah, that was like the mother load. It was, it was yes. legendary. Yeah, and I want to be that guy, so I am. I always, so when I get older, I'll do it, and I did, because, you know, I consider myself like Santa Claus on Halloween. Wow, you, you know what guy I became? I give the kids potatoes. <laughs> I put a potato in their bag. <laughs> and then one time I remember home. walking in the supermarket, and this kid goes, Hey, that's a guy who gives us potatoes on Halloween, and they all glared at me. Hey, it's the guy who gives us potatoes on Halloween. Alex gives out peanut butter kisses and Mary Janes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And everybody's like, fuck you! <laughs> and double bubble. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Double bubble. And fucking pennies. And an apple. And, and pennies, a, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pennies. yeah, and an apple and, and like a mini Bible. You know, shit like that that you get sometimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> we had a dentist in our neighborhood when I was growing up, and he always gave out those, like, plastic wrapped toothbrushes and a little thing of toothpaste. Like, come on, dude. Oh, you're going to need <laughs> this when you're done. You'd think he'd want to give out, like, cups of pudding or something, you know, to drum up business. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah right. <laughs> yeah, right, you dumbass. You're supposed to put sugar out there. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, that's funny. I'll tell you what sucks is how early it ends now. Like, I always end up having too much candy at the end of the night. And it's like, you know, remember when we were kids, we used to go in the dark at night? Yeah, now, exactly. And you, you were yeah. you went home when people stopped answering their doors or, like, when all, when people would turn off their porch lights or whatever. And then you're like, oh, shit, I got to go home. Yeah. Um, it'd be like 9 o'clock. And even 10 sometimes when you're older, you know, as long as the light was on, it was fair game. You know, and right. the pumpkin was going. Nowadays, there's like curfew, and it has to be over like a ridiculous hour, like eight or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Do they really make a curfew in your town? Yeah, they have for years. It's curfew. Yeah. Amazing. Do you guys go as far as do like I do the whole pumpkin hand wash thing? I do the pumpkin candles all all month. Oh yeah, I mean my house is is Octobered up from the beginning to the like all I switch out my scents, like all my candles and everything matches and. And it's all Halloween scented. I can't do sweet things like food smells, candles. Like it makes me vomit. But like, like sugar cookies and things like that at Christmas time, no. But I do cinnamon, like apple cinnamon and um, things like that that smell like fall. And yeah, it's just as soon as it. And it's so funny because Brian doesn't even care. He has no idea. He's just like, I mean, he likes what I do, but he doesn't hair one way or the other and then but then when i do something he's like oh that's really cute <laughs> when you hear something really interesting jamie likes pumpkin pie <laughs> that's true i don't know if michael myers does so <laughs> hey jamie what do you think michael myers eats on october do you feel that he he knows it's halloween night and that's why he kills people as opposed to would he kill somebody on maybe the 17th of October? Would he have a problem with that? Does he have a calendar? I don't know. Like, how does Jason know it's Friday the 13th? I don't really care about movies about mama's boys. I just want to know about Michael Myers. You idiot. I'm the Michael Myers fanatic. Why would I talk about Jason? Oh, that's right. I'm a moron. I forgot. Maybe you should stop making cupcakes that look like Jason masks. 
did that first movie and the second one, was that like four in the morning on Halloween? But wouldn't <laughs> Halloween have been done at midnight? Or did all that happen before midnight? <laughs> the fuck? That's a valid question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's channeling through me. He oh. really uh, has a question. Hey, Alex, i got to ask you something. Should I respond to him or myself? No, no, this is for you, because it was something you said. What is a pumpkin car wash? Hand wash. Oh, okay, what is a pumpkin hand wash? You, you still know, don't know? Like soap, hand soap. Pumpkin. Oh, oh, pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of somebody washing your car. You know how you hand wash your car? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I washed my car with pumpkin on at home. Oh my! No, God. at first when he said pumpkin hand wash, I was thinking like you put out a pump, like you carve a pumpkin and have people put their hands in it. Is that like a thing you do? And then, and then it's you know, but it only took me two seconds to get. It took Dave like five minutes of me impersonating an asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, I was so focused on fucking that that impersonation that I I wasn't thinking. I just remember hearing you say pumpkin hand wash, and I was and I and I was like, what the fuck is that? I got to make sure I ask him. And, okay. When he he said, just means like pumpkin hand soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he would have said pumpkin hand soap, I would have got it. But <laughs> hand, hand wash to me, when I hear that word, it's oh my somebody washing your car by hand. You know what I mean? It's semantics. Semantics. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us on yet our, let's see, 2012 13, the 14. fucking car wash. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Cinderella goes to wash her car. Ooh, nice. <laughs> this is our fourth Halloween special, guys. And here we are. Wow, here's the amazing thing. We were done. So we've lasted a year after we said we were finished, right? Yeah. Amazing. Wow. It's been a year. Oh, yeah. It was Halloween last year, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow, just think, guys. A year ago today, you thought your worst nightmare came true. <laughs> and then you woke up. You found up, out it actually had. It actually had. Oh, you took my joke. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, we, are, we realize we are still here. No, it's <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, like, uh, that's amazing. I remember, I'll never forget the efforts by Matt Wazell, Dave Z, Christ Scraver. And uh, myself, we listened to every single Skeleton Crew show and took down notes for what clips to pull from every one of them. And you don't even want to know how much time I spent doing that, actually pulling the clips and putting them together and creating that eight-hour, eight-and-a-half-hour show. I mean, I hope you guys really listened to that thing. That was a part of my life that's gone, man. I didn't do nothing but show up. Yeah, Jimmy showed up and uh, talked. (laughs) Got drunk. So yeah, that was that was an amazing show. You guys should listen. That's pretty much the best of the skeleton crew up until that point. So ever since then, yeah, we came back. We did some cool shows. I can't believe it's a year. I really never It really doesn't come. seem like it. No. That flew know. by. It flew a big time. I guess minus three months since and we only said we we're gonna do one show a year one show a month. Well we killed that with the nightmare. Did we do at least twelve shows? Yeah, because this is number one thirteen. <laughs> so we did we did one extra show. There you go. Nice. Pretty good, right? Uh, One extra show. So there you go, guys. Hope you enjoyed. Skeleton Crew number 113, Halloween Night. Ooh, in the 13. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it lands on a 13. It's the first time uh, Halloween ever landed on October uh, 13th. Yeah. 
not it, not what? since it was 666 years ago last time yeah. it happened. So stupid. <laughs> Who put that out there? I don't know. It's stupid as fuck. So dumb. And it's so funny because most people see it and they believe it. And they're like, oh, look at that. That's so cool. Wow. The 13th? It's on 13th this year? Yeah, dummy. <laughs> yeah, dummy. And Thanksgiving's on Monday. The yeah. internet is fun. Yeah. And you, and you could get a pumpkin hand wash. No, I'm just teasing. It just threw me off. I, I'm no, the dummy can't. in the mix. I just no, I am because I said it wrong. <laughs> we both are. How's that? Uh, no, just you. It's <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I've been going. I don't. I don't, don't want to be associated with you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, thanks. And uh, any final words to the boneheads, guys, for Halloween night? What do you want to say to everybody on Halloween? And after they just took that journey through the banana laser Halloween retrospective, what do you want to say? I just want to wish everyone a safe and happy Halloween and let you all know that I love you so much and I appreciate you taking the time to spend some time with us any day of the year, but particularly tonight because uh, Halloween is all of, is, is very special to all of us. And uh, I hope it was a treat. Yes, Dave Z. Yeah, I hope it wasn't a trick. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's what I was actually worried about. Uh, people, me saying that, you know, we're going to have stuff happening in October, and then they find out that it is, you know, the banana laser retrospective that they already heard. Um, I know some people are probably disappointed in that. They were like, oh, I thought you were doing something else, because I don't think they really understood what was put into it and uh, all the new stuff, you know, that you get in it. And if you guys skipped over that, you that you played a trick on yourself and you missed out on a great October. Uh, you really, if you if you skipped that because you thought that we were, you know, going somewhere else with that or you weren't happy with it, you should really go back and check it out. And you'll have two favorite horror podcasts to listen to. I'm telling you. Yeah, man. Otherwise, yeah, don't be a trick. You know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed everything. We put together uh, something a little bit different this year. All of October was different this year. You know, that's never been done before. Nobody's ever rebroadcasted someone else's show and uh, collaborated that way. And, you know, we hope that uh, it worked out for you and it was great. Uh, We think it was great. You know, it's something we thought everybody would love. You know, coming to this show, we put something together different, talked about the movies in a different way. And uh, gave you some news, some horror, real-life horror stories about the Halloween movies. And then we uh, reviewed All Hallows' Eve. Uh, That was a special request from Will Wilhelm. He really wanted us to do that. So, Will, hope you enjoyed it. And, uh, hey, don't don't be too mad at Jamie. I mean, hey, if we all all like the same things, then the world will be a boring place. Well, he's the one who introduced me to the WNUF Halloween special, so... He's you know, one for I one. loved, I loved that one. I mean, he's one for two. Yeah. There you go, Will. Uh, so everybody else, happy Halloween! Thanks for listening to. If you're, you know, you've been listening since the beginning, then this is the fourth Halloween you're spending with us. We're glad we're here after last year when we told you all that we're not leaving. So we're happy to be back, and we're still going strong. We're still probably going to do the once a month thing, and maybe some spurts like we did this year. And uh, maybe even a break, like we did this year. Who knows? But we'll always be around, hopefully. And uh, what matters is we're around today. And that's what's important. Happy Halloween. See you later. See ya. Good night.